advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Hmm. Pretty good. Is it just the sugar or is it vegan, cinnamon? Yeah, the vegan sugar cookie. It's not vegan. <laughs> I slowly trick Dave. <laughs> yeah. I know it's not. You don't know. Mm. I don't know. I mean, we don't know. Butter is what they would have been put in there. Oh, they could have eggs in there too, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Motherfuckers are floppy tarts. Those are floppy lots of though. Why is it so, yeah, super soft? Wow, and it went back. It didn't crack, though. It cracked. What the fuck? It's yeah. like a pancake. Oh, it's not all the way done. Yeah, it's like a That's pancake. That's good. I like that, though. It looks like pancake. Really, it's like gooey. That's a crazy cookie. James gave me a cookie this morning. Yeah, he did. Um, he made peanut butter cookies, and I had already kind of like fucked off yesterday and ate McDonald's. Ugh, to my regret. I've been good for two weeks. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to do the meal prep thing this next fucking week, moving forward. And I was like, I'm going to have McDonald's tonight. So I got fucking, they had the two for six. I got a fucking quarter pounder and chicken nuggets. And those chicken nuggets, I was like, man, this is some fucking been sitting around second drops, soggy ass mm-hmm. fucking bullshit. Like they were not crispy. Yeah. They were just like warm and like, I was like, ugh. It all matters the time you go. This. Yeah. My, my, sad. my wife picked up my daughter good. from softball practice on Saturday like I think it's at ten. So by the time they got to McDonald's, it was like they were probably just putting in the fryer, you know, or just getting all the shit ready. Mm-hmm. And my daughter was all, "Dad, I had the best chicken nuggets I've ever had in my life." And I was Sometimes like, "Really? They are Is that like amazing?" Though. She was excited about it. Sometimes like, they're like, super hot and crispy, like they're steaming when you bite them. No. And sometimes they've been fucking sitting there. And I was like, "God damn it!" And like Max got a twenty piece, I got a ten piece. It's like how many nuggets do they have sitting around? Oh, you know a lot. what I mean? Someone a whole fucking tray of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, buckets of them. I was like, damn, nuggets are tricky. Trip. Like I learned, mm-hmm. just working in fast food, if you just modify kid, something, kid nuggets are tricky. You've got to get it fresh. Yeah, like you want fresh French fries, ask for no salt. How do you modify you know, a nugget though? You, you can't. can't. Yeah, like it's anything like, else. It's I mean, like, orange chicken from Panda Express when it's fucking hot off in the you know they just fucking put it in the bowl and they're gonna fucking mix it in and give you some fresh shit. It's amazing. I yeah. was sad. Super like, good. I was all excited about it because I hadn't eaten anything bullshit, like no junk at all. I've been living like steak and jalapenos. And like the McDonald's is right next to Firestone and Firestone has really good fries. And they give you a fucking ton yeah, of fries tri-tip. for $5. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go through McDonald's. I'm going to get the dollar sodas. I get the two for six. And I was like, I'm going to have you just circle back around there. I'm going to run in there and get fucking a, a basket of fries to go. And they give you two huge ass bags. Like it's a ton of fries. No, it's a lot of fries. Yeah. And like, I was so like, so it was like fries. six bucks is what it was. And so I get out and I fucking got home. Max was stoked because we usually don't get fries because I'm cheap. I'm like, I'm not getting fries. That's how McDonald's gets you, bitch. Mm-hmm. You get two for six. You get like a burger and nuggets. And I throw down those fries. He's like, you did it. You went to Firestone and got fries. And so it was like, I'm going to have Firestone fries in, in uh, spicy mustard from McDonald's. And I'm going to have nuggets in Firestone Ranch. Like we we're like mixing it up, you know. <laughs> but it was such a letdown, dude. I was so sad. And I felt like shit after I ate it. I was like, I'm not fucking. I already called off Kane's 
He eats fucking canes all the time. And I was like, this shit is garbage. These fries are gross. This shit is so greasy. I was like, I'm calling off those fucking sodas. I'm fucking hooked on sodas right now, dude. <laughs> Fuck I am. I'm, but I got all the way down to like, I'm buying caffeine-free diet sodas. But I am fucking, I admit it, I am hooked. But I got to trade something. Like, and my weight's still coming off. So I was down down like 15 pounds. Yeah, I, bought, I don't know if I was at McDonald's. I bought but. some Crystal Light. That shit's good. That used to make me stop. I used to drink a fuck out of Crystal Light. It would make me stop losing weight. Um, but so far, man. But I've been living some days off just like jerky and a fucking soda, dude. I'm not eating anything. So I don't think anything makes you stop losing weight. You just can't eat a lot of certain things. I don't know, man. It was Crystal Light because that used to be my jam. It would stop me. I get the pink lemonade. Just fucking stop me dead in my tracks, dude. Every time I started, I would just stop. Mental. Kick out of ketosis yeah, I guess. It's like fake sugar. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. Some weird fake sugar well, insulin spike. I, I, that doesn't even matter because if you're if you're not intaking calories, you're going to lose weight no matter what. Not always. You're going to starvation mode to a point. I mean, to a point, you have no choice. Like, you have to, like, you're burning yeah. more calories. They have to come from somewhere. But your your metabolism will fucking shift hard and slow way the fuck down yep. in starvation mode if you don't balance it a little bit. Yeah. You have to get enough of something else. That's why, like, that's why they, they work. Like, Dave works where he eats, like, certain amounts of meals and gets those points in because it's keeping his metabolism going all day. I do ketosis, and it's like my body starts burning fat, and I just eat fat. Yeah. You know, just fucking eat jerky and avocado and bacon and coconut oil. It's not good for that me. That sounds awful. It, I'll be honest. I don't get hungry, you. though. I just don't yeah. get hungry is the thing. It'll be like 9 o'clock at night, and I'm like, fuck, I should have ate something. I'm like, I'll have a couple spoons full of cashew butter, and I just fucking fall asleep. I wake up the next day like, damn, I didn't really eat yesterday. That's because you're but used I'm down to four it. Pounds. When, you don't, when you don't eat, you're Yeah, you don't get hungry. It. It's, a, it's a different yeah. kind of thing. Like, I know what it is to be hungry. Like, when I'm on a regular diet and I fucking, like, try to, like, restrict calories, I'm like, I'm fucking starving yeah. all fucking day. Or, like, I do the workout meals where I'm eating fucking six times a day and I'm fucking starving all day. Uh, but when I keep it low carb and keep, or just really keep like simple sugar shit out of there. If I just yeah, keep sugar and terrible. bread out of there, yeah. that's a huge thing. I don't get the cravings. I don't get the blood spikes. Like I everybody's fucking, body's different. Yeah. yeah, I could never do that. Yeah, I no. get fucking hardcore blood sugar issues. <clears throat> yeah, definitely not for everyone. Like my stepdad, that motherfucker does with honey buns. He just yeah. fucking <laughs> he weighs 140 pounds. He just eats yeah. Hershey bars and honey yeah. buns and ice cream and bullshit. But your health ain't good. Never though. gets. He's healthy as fuck. He goes to the yeah, doctor I mean, and he checks it. Like, knock on wood, dead yeah. tomorrow. But he gets checked out, like, yeah. and they're just like, you're fucking good, man. I don't know. And my mom's like, my mom's it. like, how in the fuck? Like, he eats bullshit. He just eats candy and bullshit. I mean, when Erica and I lived together, she, I mean, we, I would cook both of our meals mm-hmm. and we ate the same thing. Right. And she weighs 109 pounds. With like 3% body fat. And I'm just constantly getting <laughs> fatter. Yeah. And I'm like, what is, this makes yeah. no sense. Like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? And she's like, a fucking fourth your size too. Yeah. She's probably eating the same portions. Yeah, yeah, she was eating the same portion. Yeah. And I know she's like way more active than I am, but even like yeah. that. I mean, anything st- stress. There's something you know what I mean? with there's my, there's something with my metabolism. My metabolism Hormones is so too. fucking slow. Yeah. yeah. Like I've had shit tested. Like I've had my thyroid looked at. I've yeah. had all kinds of stuff looked mm-hmm. at. And it's like, nope, everything seems to look fucking totally. Because they're like, oh, with your size, it might be a thyroid thing or it might be. I always think like, that. Nope. Yeah. Nothing. Like yeah. you're just fucking big. And your body doesn't burn food. Yeah, yeah, some people can eat less, not do anything, just eat less, and they'll lose weight. Some people eat less, and they have to work out. Right. right. You know what I mean? Some people can fucking drink sodas and still lose weight. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't matter. Everybody's different. You have to find doing what it. works diet for you. Diet soda and yeah. jerky. That's my yeah. diet. Yeah. <laughs> As of late. Yeah. But no matter what you're doing, El Yucateco will make it better. It does, yes, actually. it definitely does. Yeah. If you. And, you got some bunk ass food. You want some bullshit? It's yeah. just a spoon. Yes, it's a spoon for the flavor. 
And this week on them social medias, we had someone who posted and won a hot sack from El Yucateco Hot Sauce. It is Jamie Gordon. Yeah. She goes by Gordy. Yeah. Is it a she? Um, I don't know. It sounds like a NASCAR driver. Jamie Gordon. I don't know. Posted a good, good looking spread of food Gordon, uh, rest, at a restaurant caught in the wild. Says New Mexican opened in um, Ellie. Eli? I've never heard anyone use Eli. the term New Mexican instead of um, New Mexico, like New Mexican. Hashtag New Mexican restaurant. El Guaca. Well, it's probably not New Mexico. It's it's a New Mexican restaurant. Yes. Oh, the way you pause. <laughs> so <laughs> it, pauses, well, it says New Mexican opened in. Yeah, New Mexican food. It's yeah. like anyway. Opening. It's called El Guaca. I think that's a bad El name. Guaca. Yeah. That's a pretty bad name. Usually, Mexican food restaurants have bad names. Yeah, unless it's like. Just like some shit in Spanish that I can't pronounce yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, that's probably really good food. <laughs> like, yeah. that's just, it's called like the fisherman yeah. or something, you know. There was but, a guy at the um, farmer's market this week and his uh, shirt said the, the, it was like the scarier, the scarier the neighborhood, the better the tacos. Yeah. I was kind like, of. Yeah. Cool shirt. Yeah. yeah. It's true. So all the caught in the wild, they had, uh, I think it's just the, the green, the standard and, uh, the chipotle it looks like standard he says the standard in place mm. of just saying the red red you know what i mean yeah, but green, i kind of like it though yeah. the standard yeah that's chipotle right let's see at a restaurant that's kind of oh that is rare yeah that's yeah. chipotle at a restaurant but that's he kinda wild. tried all three said it was tasty so uh thank you jamie gordon uh you will be contacted by Frankie Pigeons, and you will be getting a hot sack yep. um if you have a preference as to what flavor you'd like to try let frankie know that um, we got them all right now. We, we got do. them all right now. And then I throw in, I always try to throw a mini of a different flavor so they can mm. try two, you know. Well, they've tried those ones, so you yeah, got to send them that, black yeah. so yeah. they can figure out that that's the best flavor. And go to Pod Belly Podcast, Pod Bean Belly Pod. Mm. Get your pod, bellies. Pod Belly Podcast. I'll say Pod Bean because that's no, actually that's a different a place. Thing. Pod yeah. Belly. Yes. Uh, podcast hub for all your podcast needs go to podbelly.com this is their first show they will never find that well they could google it. it'll come up yeah yeah, yeah. new name yes and then also speaking uh-huh. of food we got a new sponsor this week local sponsor yeah local sponsor yes yeah, throw that out there and really just because brent thinks he's fat yeah that's pretty much what it I is i have body i have dysmorphia yeah you do have body dysmorphia yeah. i have the opposite you, of you have that. a problem Dave don't give Dave a fuck. <laughs> I wish. Dave's like, look at this. I wish I, I, know I, wish I'm I, too, I, wish I had some type of body. Just, I wish some part of me was like, damn, look at you. You're like, <laughs> no. Nope, big motherfucker. Nope, look at you. Nope. I just look at myself yeah. in the mirror. I'm like, yep, that's Dave. There he is. That's his current if state. I looked, if I looked that's any Dave's other way. current state yeah. of existence. Yes. Look at that. I'm so kind of, I'm in that same, like, no, I, I don't I, give a fuck. I'm in that same mode. Like, I, I want to, I'm more, I want to be, I want to be healthy over right. like skinny sure. I, i've never been skinny like i've always been a bigger guy i'm not right. like i'm not grossly overweight or anything right. but um some people would say i am i would you're fucking sloppy fuck you like ham so jelly yeah. some people but like a vienna sausage uh, I'm, I'm more like i want to like i know at some point i'm gonna get diabetes because yeah. everybody else in my family dies right. from it um so like that's where like you, I, you need know, to I've like kind of shifted eat. dad bod lately where I think like I used to want to just be fucking ripped but yeah, now I think like, older, I need to be healthy yeah 
I need it's to like, I need get yeah, yeah, with yeah. healthy. Keep this comes, weight off me you know, and go to the gym. That's yeah. what I want to do. And I've noticed that, like for me at least, there's a pattern of like, like when I was going to the gym and doing really good, it was because things were easy. Like the gym was right by my house. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or if well, like that's how working out and stuff is. It yeah. has to be convenient. I need to be put in a position else. to be able to make this. If it's just a little further, I yeah. won't do it. And so like I've meal prepped over the fucking years. I've you know what I mean like I've yeah. definitely done it. And it's a fucking ton of work. It's it Sunday is. night and you're like, God damn, the fucking whole kitchen is messy. And my back, I'm literally like my. It sounds ridiculous because you're cooking. Like my back's fucking tired. I had to go yes. to the fucking mm-hmm. store. I had to go get broccoli. I had to go get all this shit. Mm-hmm. And, it's and then like, the chicken you cook the next day, it's terrible. To put me, yeah. And it's not that great. I'm yeah. not that good at it. Yeah. So, like, to put myself in the best position, you know what I mean, is to, like, I, am I going to eat something because I didn't cook? I'm going to just go get fucking McDonald's. I'm going to fuck up. Yeah. So, having it just be easy for me on the fucking easy button is like a fucking blessing. God said, yeah. like, for and fucking so how does to that be healthy. sponsor tie in. They make they're making food for us. What so are they called? It's it's called Modern Grub. So that is a local company. Um, and they send. I think that I don't even know. I'm gonna throw numbers out, but they they serve Bakersfield with a fucking ton of yeah. meals, like a ton. Like if you go to their Instagram and see it, and it's delicious. It's like a very. I'll be honest. Like it's not your standard menu. Like they have really like creative stuff on the on the yeah. menu. Like I've been surprised. Looks good, yeah. So like for example, Mr. Picky Brad over here showed up on a fucking bike ride today at the shop yeah. unannounced, like <laughs> I, with fucking. Crimp on fucking. I started cycling. I got some cycling glasses, bro. Shit. They're yeah. sick. Dude. He showed up on a fucking bike, on with snap on fucking pedals and shit. Yeah, they call it clipless. Like, he's like, they have clips for whatever reason. Yeah, but he's I like, oh, know. I have food here. Modern grubs here, and so he went. Well, that was the food. plan. That was the plan. Oh, okay. Like I was like, well, I thought about it because I was like, well, I want to do like a ten mile ride, right? Because that's a good like. I'm starting because I need to I need to do something besides jujitsu, right? Um, but something kind of low impact. So I was like. Riding a bike, like yeah. I enjoy riding a bike. Well, the thing that surprised me, the moral of my story is that Brad, you you, you know, you're picky. Yeah, like, yeah, Brad's particular. Like I think just yeah. last week you had a shit talk about brown rice. Yeah, about oh, you it's fucking, terrible. Yeah, he's like I fucking hate brown rice. I, I hate fucking brown rice. hate brown rice. Brad opens his modern grub and it's fucking. There's brown a brown rice. rice and chicken. Yeah, brown and rice and black chicken. beans. Yeah, and it was actually and it had its salsa. Yeah, uh, and I uh, put like took a black on it. Right, and. But I ate it plain first. Like I tried it and, and sure. I didn't know um, CJ had said you said it needed salt. You have to. Have, they don't add they salt. They don't yeah. add salt, which is cool because some yeah, people need right. no salt. Right. Um, and so I, I put a dash of salt, like literally just a small sprinkle of salt over everything and um, and tried it. And like the brown rice was actually like I was like, I can't tell this is brown rice. It's amazing. It's actually really, really good. So I ate the, it was chicken. Yeah, to hear, when I went up yeah. there and CJ told me, he's like, Brad just ate his brown rice and said that he hates brown rice and it was actually really good. And yeah. I was like, that's fucking funny. It was actually really good. I was impressed. So, yeah. and I did it on purpose too, because I was like looking through and I was like, oh, there's a, uh, like a turkey chili right. uh, thing and that looked really good. But I was like, well, fuck, I got to ride another six miles Dude, back the portions, to my truck. I'm legit going to weigh, we should, before you leave, like yeah. let me weigh your turkey chili. That okay. fucking container I picked it's, up out yeah. of the fridge. It looks pretty good. It yeah. feels like it has to weigh a couple pounds or something. Yeah. It's so, fucking heavy. Yes. Yeah, so I, I actually wanted to eat that one. Um, cause I was like less scared of it. You know, I'm like, Oh, this is probably going to be pretty good. But, uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to try this one. That looks pretty light. And, uh, yeah, it was good, man. It was but really, really good. Yeah. If you're a local, think about doing it. It's, uh, it's cheaper than you're going to get going to a fast food restaurant. For sure. Um, but that's, it's super healthy. Sure. Um, you're it's looking around at 10 bucks a meal or something. And you're yeah. looking at and like, deliver. you're looking at picky people. I mean, you've got Brad who's picky. I'm you've very got picky. Brent who's on, uh, who, who only eats, diet soda. He likes jerky and nuts. Right. And you've got me who's <laughs> he a vegan. Beef, he likes beef and nuts. Like and that's they, all he likes. They covered all of us. Yeah. Like I had like a really delicious like summer pasta. And again, it didn't have salt, but I used the, who made that salt? 
Josh Burton. Yes, Josh Burton made Josh Burton made a, a salt that he infused with uh, El Yucateco black, and I sprinkled that on yes. it, and it just elevated it. It was fucking delicious. I didn't know that was in there. I was um, to use that. Because I remember, yeah, it's in that little funky like beer bottle up uh, with the hot sauce uh, on that shelf yeah, above the I microwave. But the point is, it just makes it easy to make the right decision. You know what I mean? It's like it's not diet food; it's just good, clean food, just and, right they, there. and it's better than fucking shit I could cook. Right. That's always my measure of when I go to a restaurant yeah. or eat something. Is like, could I have made this? Yeah. And I had I had chicken salad. It was some kind of like sweet, tangy chicken salad thing, and had like grapes and fucking de- death celery for Dave. Yeah. Um, and it was fucking and walnuts or something. It was really fucking good yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I just ate it cold out of the fucking thing. Um, so and what's, the, what's their uh, deets? What's their website? Their contact here. I have it down here. It's uh, eatmodern and you can use uh, code Sofa King to save fifteen percent, which is huge because it's good. already 15%, like ten, yeah. eleven bucks per meal or something. Depending That'll on what you get. Your shipping or your your delivery. Yeah, there's fee like almost, a delivery yeah. fee of seven bucks or something. They deliver all over Bakersfield. Um, but yeah, at that price, like we were just talking about, like it's fifteen bucks to get there, fast though, food. Yeah. The delivery, get right? that garbage. Hey, Taco Bell's. Ter- I, I went to Taco Bell myself, and it was twenty dollars. It was like eighteen dollars. <laughs> get it, Taco Bell? Well, because I don't buy the box. You know what I mean? You can buy the box, but nobody wants a greasy. You get something and you, you know add I mean? guacamole and do whatever. You're just fucking, you add, you're yeah. there, dude. You add sour cream. You add, you know what I mean? Like, and they charge you for everything. And then but every time I eat fast food, now. I have instant regret. And I spent yeah. more money than I want to spend on yeah, this. Yeah. And so like, well, for, and I, for 10, 11 bucks. Yeah. It's like, you can pick it up and skip the delivery fee though. Yeah. Game. Yeah. You can pick it up. So it's totally worth it. If you're in Bakersfield, definitely check it out. Um, uh, it's a really cool option. Like to me, it's great because the like, Fuck Bakersfield summer. Fuck this mm-hmm. heat. Like yeah, even turn on your you, oven. Fuck. If you want me to pay you seven dollars to bring me all of this food that's already been cooked, someone boiled pasta. Mm-hmm. I don't have to heat my fucking house up for forty five minutes with a big ass pot of boiling pasta because yes. these motherfuckers did it and it's delicious mm-hmm. and it's like I've got all this stuff. The most I have to do is put it in a microwave or maybe a toaster oven if there's something that requires that. Yeah. But it's yeah. like I do not have to. Or eat some house. of it's meant to eat cold. Some of it's meant to eat cold, but Mom's I don't have to. Yeah. I don't have to go out in the hundred and nine degree heat, and I don't have to heat my house up. Yeah. And I've got this variety, and it's prepped, but it's not like the same meal every single day. No, every day no. it's a different. They have a different menu cool. every week. Super cool. And then also, I, I spied a. Uh, there's a keto brownie on top of mine. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I was telling Brent. Yeah, I was telling Brent. Yeah, I was telling Brent. I'm not big on vegan or a keto. Uh, sweet goods. So I'm we'll figured, try that. I'm, I'm gonna, you're gonna be surprised. I, I might be. I, like I said, I'm I'm keeping an open mind. Like there's a lot of stuff. I'm like I said, I'm very picky. Like give me chocolate um, cake. I don't know what the deal is with. I didn't yeah. read it yet, but yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll report back on that. Yeah. Have a, have some of that and see. Yeah, if, you're, if you're local, check them out for sure. Yeah, three definitely. meals down. Three uh, and it helps them. Local burgers. company. Uh, they're 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 you know they're from here. Um, and then we're from here. So if you are from here, you know, and you want to help support local and. Um, I've been bringing, uh, my dog Josephine down. So she's Mm. not alone in the house. Did you give her some pasta? Um, I did. So, (laughs) so they make food that's good for picky people, for keto, for vegans and for chihuahuas with very bad teeth. Yeah. She ate a piece blind of chihuahuas. blind chihuahuas with very. She got bad ghost teeth. eyes, bro. She does. Oh, and we yeah. kept we kept you from eating Carl's Juniors today. You did. Yeah. Yep. Save Dave one meal down. Mm-hmm. You did. Yep. 
I got some fries, but to be honest, I really got the fries because of Josephine. <laughs> she loves them. Because she loves those fries. Yeah. And she sits here bored while we're recording, so I peel her off some fries every now and then. So I got the fries just for her. Nice. She's making so, noises today. I hadn't heard her much. Yeah, she does the little cough. But anyway, thank you very much. Cool sponsor. Uh, definitely check them out if you're local. Um, it is totally worth it. You'll stay out of the heat, and you'll eat healthy food for the same price as going to a shitty Fast food restaurant. Probably less, yeah. Yeah, probably less, actually. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, if it's 10 bucks ish a bowl, that's several dollars less than if I go to fucking Carl's Jr. Yep. and eat garbage. It's a bunch um, of who knows what in it. Prop 65 yeah. fucking warnings on the window about exactly, cancer. Dude. Like, what is happening? <laughs> There's like, cancer in everything. My food? Yeah. Um, so, our topic today. Um, Came from so apparently Brent discovered. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Sorry. Um, Frankie Pigeons pointed it out to me and said, "Hey, you know, there's a community tab on on the Patreon homepage, and it's kind of weird and obscure nestled in there. I'm surprised all the but people here's the found thing. It. Here's why I've never seen it before because you even sent me that image. I go to Patreon and I log in, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like that. Okay, I have to like the little SK logo." In the corner, I have to click on that to make that banner appear and make it look I like the that one page. that has mm. the community tab. So if I just go to Patreon and hit log in and log in, I'm it's in a different. There. You got to go to the front. I'm on page. a different. Yeah. Interst- so, so you're you're to, on the back. End. So I've never go seen end. that before because I've never gone on the front end. So but once I I've clicked never on seen our, that. I didn't know what the fuck you guys are talking once about. Once I clicked on our logo and then I saw the picture you sent with the picture right. um, up front, then I saw the community tab and clicked on it. And there's tons. Of I'm not sure what they're seeing or how they're getting to it, but tons of people have said things and made comments and asked questions. And thank you for the interaction. We're to be better about getting in there because we didn't even know it existed. Yeah, our didn't computer guy didn't know anything about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, Frankie Pigeon was like, "Hey, there's a bunch of there's some nice heartfelt shit in here. There's some funny shit in here. There's people. Um, hmm. You guys are always looking for topics. There's a ton of topics in here." And that's Frankie where, knows that's their shit. Found, yeah, that's how so, we found Reynolds. so today's topic is Burt Reynolds, and it came from um, Ben Pacheco. I actually wrote down who suggested the topic. Nice. Uh, who the fuck See? is that? So this See, um, a patron, exactly. Ben Shapiro, ain't he an attorney or something? And uh, I was. I was happy to do this topic because Burt Reynolds, like the being my age, Burt Reynolds was a fucking big deal when you're yeah. a kid. Yeah, like, like I mean, Bronson. his, I mean, uh, he's almost and, as big as Charles Bronson. Yes, almost bigger. No, I think to no. my to in my stature. generation, in stature, in stature. Because here's like Charles Bronson, his, bro. Like the the he's still looking for his family. That's true. <laughs> uh, Smokey and the Bandit dropped the same year as Star Wars. Yeah. And those were Ooh, really the yeah. only two cultural influences on my life for that year. Yeah. Like if it was That's either huge. Smokey yeah, and the printed. Bandit yeah. or it was Star Wars. Like to the fact that my brother and I was that, both 1977? had Smokey and the Bandot, Bandit ripoff. Smokey jackets, and the Bandos. the Bandos. That's the new rap song. Like yeah. we had ripoff Smokey and the Bandit jackets. His nice. red fucking uh, Firebird jacket that he has. His Bandit on the side. Like every fucking huh. store had ripoff versions of that. What year is that? But that was 77? 77. 77. Okay. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. He got older with Smokey and the Band-Aids. He's yeah. 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 <laughs> fucking yeah. bumping into shit and yeah. bleeding. Now it's yeah. fucking Smokey and the Roll-Aids at oh, this wow. point. Oh, wow. Uh, it, just, it degenerated quickly. Um, but no, smoking the band, it was huge. And my, I mean, it helps that my mom was just madly in love with Burt Reynolds. Mm. So my mom very seldom went to the theater or took us to, it was the, the, mustache. to the theater. Um, I think it was the mustache. But every time he did a movie, like when Hooper came out, we went and saw it at the theater. When Smoking the Bandit, when Cannonball Run, like every time he dropped a movie, we went and saw it yeah. at the movie theater with my mom. It's the only time she would ever go to a movie 
Um, Who was it? Was it me and you or me and Dave? Or was in the store? We're like, that is a manly fucking man right there. Me and you. It was me and you. Yeah. And we're pretty manly <laughs> men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's, there's, it's like Burt Reynolds is that guy where yeah. it's like he's a fucking hairy yeah. chested, mustache having, fucking good looking yeah. fucking dude. Like he's I think just I, I loved him in Magnum PI. No. No. <laughs> I knew it was coming though. He was actually afraid of him. They battled. Their mustaches battled and Geraldo fucking had to ref it. No, because yeah. Tom Selleck was getting big right when. The same time, right Bruce right Willis jeans. was starting to wane. Oh Bruce yeah, Willis. when uh, Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds yeah. was starting to lose popularity. Yeah. Right when Magnum PI was coming out, and it kind of, like Burt saw the writing on the wall. He was like, "This is the next great mustache." Like I've yeah. been, I've been out mustache. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Dave called him Burt Right Aids. Yeah. You're like, what's happening? So um, yeah, he really defined the '70s. He was the world's number one box office draw. From 1978 until 1982. I mean, it's really the only reason anybody wants a Trans Am right now. For you know sure. What I mean? like, for like, sure. If you're driving a Trans Am. For sure. His original one from Smoking the Bandit sold for half a million dollars. Yeah. Yes is, and no, because that really wasn't the one original. original. Oh, well, it was the one they gave him. The one they gave yeah. him. Yeah. Which is like not, oh, well, it's I still, can see. If it was still, the one there was probably wonder, many of those cars. You know what I mean? Their, their estimate was, which I don't know who the fuck made this estimate. They thought it was going to sell for $80,000. That's no, low. Like, I thought five hundred. That's up for a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, I saw. I thought five hundred thousand was low. To be honest, I thought five hundred thousand was a because was it like I think Jimi Hendrix guitar or something sold for two hundred fifty. I was yeah. like, are you kidding me? That's yeah, I feel I almost I mean, that's wondered, a lot of money though for a guitar. I wonder like, though, it was within my grasp. I could have got a home loan for that. If that was, <laughs> if that <laughs> took was out a an, second, yeah. an on-screen one would it have sold for more? Because this was so. The movie was. Yes, we're totally yeah. way out of out of order here, but that this was whole court's out of order. Exactly. Dave. The movie studio was so appreciative of how big a success the movie was that they gave him this car and the president of the motor company, what was it? GM? GM. I guess. Said that they were Pontiac, going to right? they were gonna yeah, give him they were gonna give him a new one every, every year, year for life because of the impact he personally had. Yeah, that's a strong on assumption that you're gonna continue to make fucking that car right, forever. Right, yeah. exactly. But so that one that the studio gifted him which was his personal car that he one drove that they personally. Use. Yeah. Um, he got roadhead that, that for sure. For 500,000. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But yes. I'm curious, probably from Sally Fields. Oh yeah. To be perfectly honest, because yeah. they were dating at that very time. Um, she's like cute. It's weird, right? Yeah, like she, she was like supposed to be a hottie from the eighties, but she's just, no, like, she's cute. She's, she's just, just like a really cute, cute, cute yeah. girl next door. Yeah, I thought about it. She's just very yeah. cute. Um, but yeah, I think, I feel like if it was like the on screen, one of the on-screen ones, I think. Yeah, I feel like, like it would have. It would have scuffed. You go. Yeah. see the scratch on. Yeah, this scratch the happened when it made this yes. jump. You know, dude, that fucking some of those jumps, dude. Out I was fucking world, watching dude. it. Oh my god, like, what's just beyond the tree line? That's some Dukes of Hazard shit. Mm-hmm. Like that, you're like, oh, that car was totaled. I don't I care meant to where be like landed. to be self-aware enough that like I'm making all this money on these car chase movies, and then I'm going to make Hooper. Which is about a stuntman who does car chase movies. Like he even got. I read about it, but I didn't see it. It was like a better movie. I know. I saw it was like it was like a well written, poignant, funny. Like it was. It was. It wasn't as over the top Gonzo as Smokey and the Bandit, but. um, Mm. So yeah, just to tell you how popular he was, um, these are some of the roles that he turned down. In the 58 movies that he made. I don't know that he could have played any of those parts, though. I think he could have played some of these parts. So he turned (sighs) down, he turned down Han Solo. And I hate to say it. 
I think he would have fucking been a good hand solo. I think Maybe because so. he would have had that cocky, snarky, swaggery. Yeah. You know, it would have been ra- a radically different one. But I think he yeah, could have sold. I, th- I think it could have. I think it could have pulled off because the the nature of Han Solo is yeah, right. kind of Burt Reynolds. Yeah, thing. Like for he's, sure. He's, for sure. Yeah, I think um, it could have been all right. He uh, he turned down the main role of McMurphy uh, in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest that was played by Jack Nicholson. Um, I don't know. Those are Jack two dramatically different that's, acting that's, styles. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's Jack. Dramatically different. They offered him the role that uh, the main role in Pretty Wim- Pretty Woman. Yeah, uh, Richard Gear. Richard Gear had. That's a totally uh, different Pretty Woman. Again, the, with this one, I'm like, I can't say that I can't picture it. It would just been a such a radically different movie. Could yeah, he take a gerbil, be, could he take a gerbil in the butt though? That's the real I don't question. Think so. Yeah, yeah that'd know. be. He, he's not as sensitive as Richard Gere. You right. know what I mean? No, like, not at all. He's more not of a womanizer yeah, type. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the movie would have like, been totally different. Yeah, dude. yeah. He's not Captain Save. He would have just no. kept, he would you know kept him I mean? in place, kept paying. Yeah. Him. yeah. <laughs> um, hey, you want to get married? I'll keep paying you. Yeah. He passed <laughs> on uh, John McClane and Die Hard. Ooh, Which he could have done that one. He could have done, done that one. He could have. That's done that it. style of movie, though. That's action movie. Yeah, it's yeah. where he passed on so much amazing shit that was just like he, was he busy, No, but he took flop, fucking flop bullshit. Garbage. Though, yeah, something. but yeah. I mean, he didn't necessarily. He's still have still motherfucker Reynolds. Yeah, though. I mean, he, you're gonna do and what in, you want to do. In some of the instances, and I don't even think I have this in my show notes. He was under contract, I think, with Universal, and a lot of times he was offered roles that he declined. And only later did he like sort of learn about the biz and discover, oh, I could have taken that role. Yeah. Like I probably yeah. could have had him delay Cannonball Run 2 and I could have done this. Right. Like he just yeah, didn't he he never seven, wanted a to a seven say. year universal contract. Yeah. Right. Right. That was his first thing to sign. Yeah. Um and he like Albert Broccoli, the producer of every single James Bond movie. When Sean Connery retired, let's give that guy some credit person, for overcoming fucking the yeah. name Broccoli. Yeah, and, and his wife—it's Broccoli. His wife's name is Barbara <laughs> okay. Broccoli, That's and so she's stupid. and she's still the producer of all the James Barbara Bond movies. Broccoli. They had to prove something. That's something to prove. Like they all did. through high school, like Barbara Broccoli. It's Barbara Broccoli. It's just a name. My daughter got Brent. called Broccoli through her whole fucking. That's oh, why it's, sure. it's whatever. Named I mean, how'd you overcome Brent Van Testicle? Oh, yeah. That happened. Of course, absolutely. Of course, I had the weirdest names. No one could say. I lucked yeah. out because even growing up in Michigan, they'd say, hey, Motown. Yeah. And then yeah. they'd immediately realize Motown's really fucking cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. God damn it. What's up, big yeah. dick? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Nothing, bro. What's up? Yeah. Just us. Just <laughs> hanging around. Yeah. We still going to the arcade yeah, later? Yeah. Yeah. What's up, big dick daddy Motown? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking What's so up? cool, bro. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so they offer as soon as uh, Sean Connery said he wasn't coming back, they fucking offered it to Burt Reynolds, right. and Burt Reynolds said that he regrets saying no. Right. But he like had a dinner with Albert Broccoli where he was like, "I can't Broccoli. play James Bond." Like he, I, he yeah. said, only a, a yeah. British actor. A has British to play actor has to play James yeah. Bond. And Albert Broccoli. Now the vision. Think about right. Burt, yeah. Think about Burt Reynolds' British accent. No, it would have been be terrible. Fucking hilarious. No, he would have done it in his. Yeah, own he just would have done it his own way. But that would have. Yeah, I think that was the best call he could have made. Yeah. Even though looking at the money he would have made, I'm sure he he regrets it. But um. So in his youth, uh, he was born in Lansing, Michigan, even though he leaned into some like myth that he was born in some place in Georgia or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wanted to be like fucking. Yeah. How far is Lansing from Battle Creek? 
uh, I want to say it's like an hour and a half. I mean, half. if you're flying, have you been the, through there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you're flying the old conservative flag through Lansing, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, yeah you I like be, to think they got a bronze statue of Burt Reynolds over there. You think they do? Bronze. Shit's yeah. gold. They do in the Hollywood Cemetery. It's black and gold. Buried. Yeah, but like in hometown, like I think a lot of places do that. I'm going to see if it's there's- probably in Georgia, wherever they thought. <laughs> they lie. Yeah. yeah. They it might not have been Georgia. It was some southern place. Um, but And I think maybe his family lived there for a while because he was an army brat so they they did live in the south extensively. Yeah, maybe like, he called that home. Dad, I mean, yeah. you know, so that's um, whatever you want. And uh, but yeah, they seem to bounce back and forth between Michigan and the south. And uh, that's kind of weird. That's weak, bro. That's, that doesn't have legs. He's that's got some, some weird. It's a bust. Yeah, was that his grave? Weird ass torso on his grave. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be disappointed. Like He's mad about that's a big that. hat though. A it is a big hat. hat. <laughs> um, <laughs> Norm Macdonald could have fucking. He could have played all those parts. Yeah, it's true. And Han Solo. It's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, great. A bad Han Solo. So eventually his father became the chief of police of Riviera Beach, and uh, that's where they finally settled. Uh, he went to- Where's that uh, at? Riviera Beach. In Florida. Florida. He went to Florida State University on a football scholarship um, because he was really good in uh, high school. I guess in 10th grade, he was all state- and all Southern as a fullback um, got good. scholarship offers everywhere. Um, he uh, went there on a uh, scholarship and he injured his knee the first game of his sophomore year. And then uh, he got in a car accident, <clears throat> which fucked up his other knee Jesus and injured Christ. his spleen. Not yeah. so they fucking took that shit oh, out. Did they? Yeah. He lost his spleen and had to have eight fucking quarts of blood or not even pints it was uh, something crazy like he was yeah. like almost dead yeah but oh. everyone he was like the high school yeah, fucking like 18, star eight pounds you know, everyone in town knew him they called him right. buddy yeah did you know that his nickname was buddy no like i watched that's the whole documentary they just called him buddy the whole time but that's uh, they forgot his name that's, yeah. buddy that's my stepbrother's fucking name he's like a dog's name yeah buddy about right or an elf i'm buddy yeah buddy yeah. the elf hey buddy <clears throat> so that was the universe intervening You're an angry midget so you're an angry elf. Say it again one more time. <laughs> Such a good scene. So he ends up going to a community college. Elf. Um and I'm it didn't say this, but I'm guessing it was this because he couldn't play football because he was so injured, he lost his scholarship. So he went to a community college, and while he was in the community college, he auditioned for a play and uh, got the 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 lead in the play. Um, started acting when he was at the community college and then went he played back. a guy in a wheelchair. He said, he, no he said two words and they cast him as the lead. Yeah, I read uh. two words and they gave me the lead, he said. <laughs> and in the because of the play, um, he won the 1956 Florida State Drama Award, hmm. which then gave him um, like scholarships and the ability to do uh, internships and residencies at different like real professional theaters yeah. because he won that award but he went back to uh football but the two years and all the injuries fucked him up he wasn't yeah. you know what he was and I mean, the universe uh, really did do him a solid yeah you know really I mean? kind like, of you're yeah. not gonna like because <laughs> yeah. how good of how good he does he make it to the nfl or not? right and this mm. is this is the question you know I, mean? that I have actually so um, he ends up being in football. Apparently the team directly blames him for their loss against North Carolina state in October of 1957. And immediately after the game, he told the teammates and the coach that he was done with football. But 
according to biography.com, which tends to be pretty accurate, mm-hmm. um, it's like part of the Discovery Network and the History Channel, it says that he was drafted by the Baltimore Colts and that he suffered a career-ending injury and started professionally acting. That's, That's kind of weird because if he got hurt in his sophomore year of college, I saw that nowhere else. That was like mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Yeah, are you, I watched what the, is uh, happened? The Baltimore Colts. The documentary the I watched went straight Baltimore from that Colts. car accident back yeah. to the is football, back to getting blamed, back to saying fuck this, I'm done with football, and then working like odd jobs like waiting right. and dishwasher while yeah. acting. So and, anyway, yeah. that website maybe I need to. That's real weird. They have a link at I'm the bottom that up. says like, tell us if we're accurate. I might need to tell them that's not fucking accurate. Um, I guess the Colts were in Baltimore and then they moved. I yeah, guess. they were. I mean, the huh. timing, the, you know, but nothing, no other source, like the last of his football acting or the last of football acting, the last of his football playing was that game against North Carolina state. According to all the sources that I read, except that one, I see this right here on scoop, uh, <clears throat> scoop dot preview world.com. Some weird shit drafted by the Baltimore Colts. It does say that huh. no. Oh, no, Burt Reynolds did not try out for the Baltimore Colts. Hmm. But enough about me. He so says, I wonder. Yeah, he recounts. He says I wonder if it was possible that he was such hot shit in college that he got drafted his sophomore year. Mm, not and if then he hurt that, his knee. His but no. Year. But then that car wreck happened. So uh, the maybe. you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe Baltimore had scouts and were interested in him, and then he got in that wreck and they backed off. Who knows? Weird, weird detail. Um, so uh, he ends up uh, going to the Hyde Park Playhouse, which is a summer stock theater in New York, um, and it's free uh, because he won that award at the community college. And uh, he starts to get like a handful of like small acting jobs, and he meets the actress uh, Joanne Woodward, um, who became a, she was a pretty big actress. Um, I don't think at the time, but she became one. She helped find him an agent. Um, and he just started doing, you know, the bullshit grind of, I want to become an actor, like take a fucking soap commercial and become a corpse on ER. And like, I It'd mean, be so just cool like, to have, if there's all were like there, like if somehow they're preserved, you know, if you kept it now, everyone has digital shit, but back yeah, in the day, because this was in the fucking late fifties, yeah. like most of this shit is ephemera. Like it doesn't exist. I guess my mom know? was like on radio and shit and did a bunch of fucking like oh, radio, really? radio commercials and shit. I'm like, man, that'd be so fucking cool. If somehow I yeah. find that. Um, so, uh, he went in in 1957. He was at New York City and he did a revival of a play called Mr. Roberts that Charlton Heston was playing the lead in. And uh, he got enough buzz that people started saying, hey, you should move to Hollywood and start auditioning and like take this like really seriously. Um, and he didn't think he was good enough. So he started doing bullshit, small jobs, everything you can imagine um, bouncer, dishwasher, waiting tables. Um, uh, he was a dock worker. And at one point a TV show started filming on the docks that he worked at and he was paid $150 to jump through a window on live TV. Um, but, uh, so he does bit roles on, I don't know, eight TV shows that I've never fucking heard of. Like in like every single one of them that I read, I was like, I'm a fucking pop culture nerd. I was like, I don't know one of these fucking TV shows, but just doing walk ons, you know, one liners 
acting like a heavy, robbing people. You know, he said that a lot of his yeah, early he- work. A heavy, I wasn't familiar with the terminology. It's like being heavy, a criminal. A bad guy. Like, you know, put your hands in the air, you know, and that's know. your only line. And yeah, then he you said get, in one of his roles he left because he had two, like he was mad and madder. Like right. that was yeah. his only character. Yeah. Like right. I just get mad about everything in the show. There's a yeah. bunch of stuff going back to the football thing. Um, there's a bunch of stuff that he was drafted by the Baltimore Colts, but then the Baltimore Sun has a couple articles that says he was never, um, he was never a Colt. And then there's another one that says never came close to being a Colt. Like, and they're both yeah, it's weird. Uh, Baltimore I found a Sun website article called the Fl- Flaming Bag of Poo. Yeah, <laughs> it was I don't know the about name of the website, and they're talking about that. So I would assume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, IMDb has it. Uh, Previews World, which is big for like. Um, comics and memorabilia and stuff they mm-hmm. have it on there he was my drafted. assumption is it was in um, a big autobiography it was it probably mentioned got, and yeah. then everybody leaned into that information but like i said i'm wondering if the colts were interested in him as if they were scouting him as not a, if he got as a, yeah maybe yeah like they were probably scouting him. they were yeah. scouting him when he was in college and he got hurt i'll roll with that narrative because otherwise it doesn't make any sense um so, so his a, agent, he meets with an agent in L.A. named Lou Wasserman, who afterwards said, I don't care whether he can act or not. Anyone who has this effect on women deserves a break because apparently he was just the most yeah, swooning over everybody. Like he was just the most charming, funniest. Uh, and he's a good looking cat. Like, I mean, you know. Especially if you like a man covered in fucking hair, because yeah. dear God, some chicks like that. He's a hairy Jesus motherfucker. Christ. He's like a taller, muscular Robin Williams. And this is even pre-mustache. Like he doesn't have his mustache powers yet, and he's still winning <laughs> mustache. Women. He's powers. still women, winning women over. Um, he keeps getting roles, uh, and this starts to feed into some issues. He starts getting roles where like a, the director or the screenwriter of a TV show is like, we want a character who's like Marlon. We want an actor who's like Marlon Brando. That This character should be Brando-esque. And then he just kept getting cast in those roles. So everyone that wanted like a second-rate Marlon Brando. And there was, if you look at like a 50s yeah. Marlon Brando, there is a similarity. A contender that, they look yeah. very similar. Um, but he kept getting these like these Brando roles and Brando um, hated him, right? And Brando came to, to hate him. I have that later in my notes, but, um, he ends up getting the lead of a show called riverboat, which begins like this long run of him doing Westerns, which right. in the fifties and sixties, keep in mind, Westerns were where it was fucking at. Someone was like, saying, I don't remember what show was on and don't fuck quote me on this, but someone was saying the whole wild West thing was like a period of like a small, like a deck within a decade. Like that, all that shit, like all the fucking Billy the Kid stuff, like all that Wild West stuff, only happened in this very short period. And then we fucking like, it's been like, so many movies have been made about you would feel like, oh, there was this like a hundred year period of fucking cowboys and Indians doing all this shit, but that actually all that little fucking Wild West between becoming like way more fucking civilized and towns being developed immediately, that there was a very short period that that actually happened. Aliens, I don't know. Aliens. It might have been aliens. Aliens. Let me see. I'll look it up because I don't remember where I read that. I saw don't it somewhere. look it up. Let's just talk about you. Keep right going, now. but I, I'm curious. I'm going to look it up anyway. Cause I got to correct myself. I'm putting out fucking fake we shit. Always, we always yeah. put out misinformation. Yeah, misinformation. What we do. Yeah. What we do here. Um, so he gets on Riverboat, <clears throat> um, and uh, it goes for two seasons. He's in it for 20 episodes, and he doesn't get along with the producers. He doesn't get along. Uh, with the other actor, the other lead actor. He said that it was a stupid part and uh, he quit. 
So he was under contract. He was supposed he to keep doing the show. He threw the co-star off the boat into the oh, water. Really? Yeah, they got him. He threw him in the water. <laughs> see, that's the frosting. Yeah. See? I didn't run into that. Because I watched the documentary. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he threw the co-star off the fucking boat. Yeah. And then they just couldn't get along. He's like, I'm fucking out. That's fucking awesome. Because yeah. I read, like I have a quote in my notes somewhere that said that it once it was later, it was hard. It was like 50-50 with him getting roles because the people from back in the day knew Burt Reynolds and knew he was a pain in the ass to work with and said that, that he just yeah. he just caused it trouble. He gave him a reputation. Yeah. Like he got in he, fights, yeah. he caused so he's trouble. Very he was a wild man, yeah. he partied hard. Because well, I also like, think on that, like it was like he was like, you can't just walk away from this show. Like, he just fucking walked the fuck out on some right. show that was like a network show. Yeah. He was like a popular character. Yeah. He's like, I'm yeah. not gonna do it anymore. Yeah. I don't like that guy. I don't like this guy. Yeah. He's fuck like, I'm yeah. like fuck you, so, fuck like, you. People are scared. He's a risk, you know, like flight risk. So he couldn't he couldn't get a big job anymore. Yeah, he threw a potato at a dude. Fuck yeah, he did. Uh, 1865 to 1890 it was only like 25 30 years it was after the civil war and up to 1890 was that actual wild west period i disagree with that i don't know it was on wikipedia david has to be right <laughs> i disagree with that i think I that's know. a very specific it's pretty wild in japan for like, a long time yeah that is you funny that's like that you can't like, like it has to fade into i know some out. crazy shit would have been going on in the 1850s i know some shit was still going on in the 1900s like yeah that's a, yeah, I mean, that's a good had, window. I mean, that's a good. Yeah. That's a yeah. good. I mean, well, window. when was the gold rush? That's really the Wild West times. You know what I mean? Like right. when people like it wasn't settled in really. You know, maybe they're talking about seventy nine. Like I want to say for some so arbitrary. Like reason. meet you at high noon. Yeah, you know, so like, sixty five. Talking yeah. about gunslinging. Like now, Dave, don't look it up. Dave's pulling his fucking. Well, we, we're out. already sidetracked. There on we this are. Bullshit. So yeah. now I'm doing well, sidetracked. Yeah, see what you did there. See what you did there. I stopped. I was satisfied. All right, I won't look it up. It's three his phone. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> no more sidetracks. Let's do this. Bigsby. All right. Okay. All right. Don't be a retard, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he still got work playing heavies on shitty shows because he was still under contract. Heavies. So it worked both the ways. Heel. Even though he quit that job, he still had to, they still had to consider him. You know, right. that was still, I guess, the first we had the right contract, of refusal. Yeah. Like, you know, I still have to work. I can't take any other job except with Universal, and Universal has to keep giving me work. Um, hmm. But you're just going to do shit work. So he just they did walk on half read Native Americans yeah, always. Exactly. They put a weird yeah, turquoise necklace on that motherfucker. They did. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. look like you're from New Mexico. They put some moccasins yeah. and yeah. fucking moccasins, like, frilly shirt yeah. on him. So he got roles on um, uh, tons of stuff. Weird work. He got. He landed in 1962 which was some years after he quit that. Um, one of the main cast left the show Gunsmoke, which was one of the top-rated shows in the country that had already been on for several years. And they came up with a new character, which was a, quote, half-breed blacksmith named Quint Asper. What a weird name, too. <clears throat> yeah. Did he wear moccasins? <laughs> Probably. So he went on. He, he auditioned. my sins? He beat three other or 300 other contenders and uh, he said, quote, I'm going to stay on the show until it ends. I think it's a terrible, terrible mistake for an actor to leave a series in the middle of it. Mm. <laughs> like put so, that up yeah, in public. Yeah, that's effect. sarcastic. Right. Yeah. Um, cut to three years later. He uh, fucking leaves. He fucking <laughs> leaves the show. Bounces. Um, Gone. <clears throat> but, I think he uh, said on his that His moccasins one, are made for walking. It had run its course as like that there couldn't be two lead men. And yeah, like he said, he, I hated to leave yeah. that show, but I felt I had served my apprenticeship yeah. and there wasn't room for two leading men. Um, so in that case, it seemed more creative 
then fuck that guy. You know, a lot of his stuff did. He was like, oh, I couldn't do Bond, you know, justice. It was like for the right. for the good of the series, right. he didn't take the part. Right? It's like right. well, that's kind of weird. So he did some other shit. He got another series called Hawk, which only did one year, and it got shit canned. Um, he did a bunch of Western TV shows and movies. Um, and then, uh, another thing that he turned down actually, um, which he regretted was mash. So the, the, he definitely could have done that. The movie mash, um, he would have fucked hot lips for sure. For sure. Uh, she went that hot. He would have fucked it. Though. About it. There was he, two different hot lips uh, though. Yeah. There were two different hot was lips. <clears throat> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That the makes, hot lips in the movie was different than the hot lips in the TV show. That makes what? eight. There's eight lips total. I think the only person from the movie that's in the show is Radar. Oh, really? I think every other character is in oh, wow. the cast. Yeah. Great movie. Great. I can great hear the music. I can hear movie, the fucking yeah. music. See the chopper. And that's where you like hear the lyrics to the song. Oh, really? There's which lyrics is fucking that? way more depressing than, than you can imagine. Oh, really? It's called Suicide is Painless. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was right. she was prettier. Sal- Sally, she was prettier. Sally Claire <laughs> Kellerman. Kellerman. Yeah, she was prettier. Yeah, yeah so they, they, they all use their names. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah, she's way better looking than the other one. I Sally, recommend Jesse Raphael. Everyone used all their names. They're assassin women back. I then. recommend writing a note on your hand to listen to the to Suicide Is Painless because that's mm. a pretty fucking. That's a good domain song. name. What's that? I already have a note on that's my a, hand. That's so. a good domain Put name. Suicide Is Painless. Suicide Is Painless dot com. Great yeah. song. Um, I'm not and, it's a, and it's a scene in the movie where a character it's too dark for you. is like done with life and like wants to take a bunch of medicine and kill himself. Mm. And then everybody at the mash unit like throws a party funeral that he can attend. Oh, and that's see the, how much people love him. That's the song in the party mm. funeral. Party funeral. That's a good yeah. name too. Um, that kind of is good though. That is. That's good. So yeah, he turned out punk, punk band name party funeral. Um, so here's here's thought, one of the things I, I thought about making a website where you start uploading all your. It's Facebook basically, yeah. but it's more of a timeline. So you can make the video for your funeral. That'd be yeah. a good domain for that. So like Ooh, right now, funeral. you start making your own video for your own funeral. Yeah, so you can pick your songs that you have ready to go. Yeah. So that upon your death, if you don't check in or something with a certain amount of time, it just emails the it credentials just, yeah. to to the designated person. There you go. Yeah. And then you're ready to go. You, know? bored, yeah. you almost bored Dave to party funeral. <laughs> he's not bored. He's just tired. He really likes the true. idea. He liked it. He's into it. He, um, I'm looking for investors, Dave. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. First round. That could be a thing. Yeah. We can sell NFTs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Market's hot right now. Yes. So hot. <laughs> um, I wonder how many people buy NFTs for the rest of this bottle of Don Falano. I don't know. Not for a couple bucks a piece, maybe, for per ounce. How do you do that? I don't think that's how it works. Man, no. Dude, we could buy like a really expensive. No, no, they're doing like fucking collectibles now. You could buy a piece of a magic card. A piece of a magic yeah. card? Yeah, or like, well, like the, the magic, magic card's card. like, well, I don't know. Doesn't make Whoever sense. has the magic, magic card, card. No. no, it ain't digital. It's real. So they're, they're doing, the product is there. Say it's worth $170,000, right. right? But you could buy a piece of it. Just investing in it. Yeah. You invest in that. Whatever it is, like they're doing that now. Fucking cards, UFC cards, fucking baseball well, I cards. I can see it because you could sell off. So it's like, are you just owning a percentage of it? Yep. Yeah. Because like, so I own five percent of this black. Whatever. Lotus, or or point zero one percent. You're trusting yeah, the going entity up. that owns that card. Yeah, it's some it it's some real entity. You yeah. know what I mean? And then if it, yeah, I don't know. And then you could sell your shares if it goes up, if the value goes up or goes down or whatever. Like, wow. yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I, that, that's what they're doing now. 
I've seen a bunch of it where there's companies selling NFTs for uh, products, like for weird. yeah collectibles. So his big thing, what really sets him up. So he's just a, at this point, he's a B actor. He's, he's well known. Everybody probably would have recognized him. Oh, that guy from Gunsmoke. Oh, that dude that was in Hawk. Oh, that fucking guy that played that Indian that one time. Um, but he somehow fell into the talk show circuits. So with like, at the time it would have been Merv Griffith, Dinah Shore, Johnny Carson. And, um, apparently Johnny loved him. Which, he's fucking funny. He's fucking funny, and he he's good looking. Shit about himself. What did he say? So he, so Johnny starts bringing him on as a regular. So even though he's not getting tons of roles at that time, if you were on Carson, your career was made. Right. Like if you were a comedian that Carson said you can do a set on my show, you are now a famous comedian. So Burt Reynolds, who's like mid level famous, just keeps doing Carson every t- for no. Like he goes and plays a B role in a shitty western. And no, like the lead of the Western didn't come on Carson. He made a joke on but, Carson. But, he said Burt that he only did movies that they showed on like boats and in prison. Two places, yeah, places you can't where leave or something. Can't leave, yeah. He also told a story about him and Clint Eastwood uh, getting fired on the same day from like uh, Universal or something from whatever separate shows. But they both oh, got wow. fired the same day and they were walking to uh, Clint Eastwood's truck. And he was like, what happened? He's like, oh, he told me because my Adam's apple. Um, and because I have a tooth that I won't get fixed or something. And then I'm just too, I talk too slow. And he's like, well, what about me? He's like, they just said, I can't act. (laughs) And so like, he's fucking, they're walking. He's like, Hey Clint, you know what, man, you're in real trouble. He's like, why? He's like, because he's like, you can't get rid of your Adam's apple. I can learn how to act. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the talk show things really blow up. And uh, he said it was like it profoundly changed. Like it was an immediate, like overnight change. The talk yeah, shows because the public right. just saw yeah, them and yeah, loved yeah. them and changed everything. Well, because there's a big difference between like, especially at that time period, you saw movie stars, but you never got to see them. Right. Unless that. Yeah. So like he got more exposure than anyone by doing that. They learned to love the person yes. who is Burt Reynolds that plays yes. those parts they like. Yes. And so that's an important thing. And then from that, he lands really his first big role and his first serious role that wasn't just him in a fucking Western. Um, and that, that is the movie Deliverance. Yeah. And I have to admit, I've never seen Deliverance. I know it's like an American It's been classic. years. I've seen it, yeah. I haven't seen it. I've never been interested. Um, there was a funny story on that, too. That he told he, uh, there was a scene where the canoe or whatever, the boat goes over this fucking waterfall. And they just fucking put like a dummy in the boat and it just kind of like flops around. And Burt Owens is like, that fucking looks terrible. It just looks like a dummy's going over the waterfall. Let mm-hmm. me do it. And the director's like, hell no. Like, you're going to get hurt. And he's like, let me do it. That looks like a dummy going over the waterfall. It's t- totally obvious. So he fucking does it. Any, even though the director says no. So like, fucking roll tape. Like, fuck, he's going he's over. Doing he's it. doing it. <laughs> and because uh, he wanted to do all his own stunts in that movie. And so he fucking goes over the waterfall, <clears throat> breaks his tailbone almost drowns and dies he's in the hospital for a couple days or something and he, the director comes to see him he's like well how did it look he's like it looked like a dummy going over the waterfall <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. he broke your ass and almost yeah. died you idiot i told you not to do yeah. it oh dummy yeah. so um he said in 1972 i've waited 15 years to do a really good movie i've made so many bad pictures i was never able to turn anyone down um the greatest curse in hollywood is to be a well-known unknown and he said the deliverance changed that for him. Um, 
He said that the producers actually came to him first. He said that he knew that he was always like the second rate Marlon Brando or the third rate fucking Paul Newman. Right. Like every role he got was offered to all these other people first. And then he got it. Yeah. Right. This one was brought to him. This one, he, the producers said, With we had in you in mind. Um, and it's because of Carson. Um, we should probably do a show on Carson based Fuck on how yeah, much how fucking we not done that. I don't Next know. week, dude. Like, yeah. That's that. Um, you know who else I thought about the other day was George Burns. The fuck did George Burns? He was just an actor, fucking cigar, like man, man, fucking. He played the devil in some shit. Like he was God, real big, was yeah, a, yeah, for a long time. He was huge when I was little. I think he did like all the old USO shows, like huge. in World War Two. Like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, he was huge when I was little. I, I remember that he yeah. was. He was all around. <clears throat> Um, so Deliverance was a, was a massive success. Um, uh, the He said, the night of the Academy Awards, I counted a half a dozen Burt Reynolds jokes. I'd become a household name, the most talked about star at the awards show, which even though he didn't yeah, win an award. Anyone doing a like, monologue. Everybody cracking, was making yeah. Deliverance jokes. You know, yeah, he's mustache like, oh, jokes. Yeah, he got pretty, real pretty mouth. Yeah. I don't even think he had a mustache yet. Oh, I think he was not. still mustache-free in Deliverance. Mustacheless. Right. Yeah. Pretty fucking buff in Deliverance. I was thinking like, Back in the day, I don't feel like people worked out. Like maybe he did like calisthetics what do you or mean? something. That's like, where Arnold Schwarzenegger came from. That's mm-hmm. way that was well, that's a What's up, Arnold Schwarzeneggers? Yeah. That's what I'm gonna start saying now. Yeah. That's how I can get away with it. Yeah, you can. I can. So in nineteen seventy two, <laughs> right after Deliverance comes out, um, he poses nude on the cover of Cosmo. Bam. On the um, cover of Cosmo. On the cover of Cosmo. Uh, they didn't like full on dick pic though. No, no. Or something. Nah. Like, yeah. He tucked it. Oh, he he's did. Laying, play he's laying on a bear. Yeah, he did. He's laying on a bearskin rug. He's got a cigarette in his mouth. He's got his mustache. Yeah. So, but who knows when they filmed Deliverance? Uh, but it, they ran out. Like they couldn't print enough copies of Cosmo right. uh, for the for the new the, cover. Cockstash um, is hitting though. But yeah. he said that it like that it was a tactical mistake as far as his career went. He did it. before He was getting all the so, yeah. right. He was getting all this positive press for Deliverance. And then all of a sudden, this fucking photo drops, which kind of, I'm now a serious actor. Oh, but you're the dumbass who posed nude he on said Cosmo. It probably cost other actors accolades and awards, and whatnot, like John Voight and stuff, probably didn't because it sort of like yeah, marginalized and made that. it silly. Yeah. Like, oh, that's the fucking naked man. Um, so he did a movie uh, next called White Lightning, um, which was a good southern car chase film. Um, and... Uh, it was the beginning of him hitting that genre, which is really what made him a megastar. So he does White Lightning. Um, he does, and my mom used to love this movie, The Longest Yard um, in 1974, which Adam Sandler we remade did, yeah. um, in like, I don't know, 96 or something. Damn, like is that, that movie that old? It might, it might be. Shit. I'll I might be up. wrong. It might, maybe it was in the well, 2000s. Listen. Like the longest yard with Adam Sandler. Yeah, it's yeah, it's about right. Because he, because uh, I know uh, Burt Reynolds was in 2005. it. Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Oh five. Burt Reynolds was in it playing the part that somebody else played when he was Seems in old. Because I think Adam Sandler played the part that Burt Reynolds played um, in the longest yard, and uh, then he did a movie that he directed called Gator, which was the follow up to White Lightning. Um, and by that point he was sort of establishing himself as that. And then they did Smokey and the Bandit. So Smokey and the Bandit, um, was his biggest hit. Um, it co-starred, um, and it was, it was directed by a guy named Hal Needham, um, which isn't a huge name in Hollywood, but he directed almost all of these Burt Reynolds hits that started getting churned out. 
It's he crazy too. That's like the, some of the of first like mega movies. Like when we were little in the eighties, there weren't uh, like right now. It's just fucking Jesus Christ. Like yeah, there's so mega. many movies. There's yeah. so many so fucking much. movies now. So yeah, it's crazy. Like, kids have no idea. But back then, it was like you're watching Star Wars. You're, you're watching fucking yeah. You watched the A Team, right? You know there was like there was very little shit. You watched MacGyver. Um, you know, smoking the bandit was like that was like on loop. Like, oh, smoking the bandit's on movie channel. Yeah, like on you got to fucking yeah, all day, and you're gonna fucking watch. That's what you're gonna watch. You got to watch it when it's fucking on. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was just a different time. It's and you, they would be like, oh, smoking the bandit just came out on HBO. It's like, oh, when does it play? And you'd look and you'd be like, it's gonna play Friday at eight, Saturday at seven, yep. Sunday at five. And, and it, it was like you had to fucking and you would be like, okay, so we're gonna go to dinner on Friday night and we're gonna go get pizza and we'll go to the mm-hmm. arcade for an hour. And and then we've got to be home by 7.30 so we can like make popcorn and you guys can watch Smoking the Bandit at 8. Yeah. And it was like this fucking event. And it was kind of bizarre to think Were that there commercials? Like, there were still commercials, right? Not on HBO. Oh, yeah. But like you would just realize everyone's doing the same thing I'm right doing then, right, right now. now. Yeah. Like everyone in my time zone is right now sitting here watching Smokey and the Bandit. Yep. It's not. You, you don't connect. Yeah, you kind of did. And then the next day you'd go to fucking school and everybody was talking about the oh, yeah. fact that they just watched fucking Smoking the Bandit last night or whatever. It was a trip. You get you all hyped up. You'd be in your fucking, you thought your bike was a fucking Trans Am. Like, you're thinking about that shit. Like, when I'd watch Rocky. Yeah, my brother had a Smoking the Bandit bike. No he shit. Had, he had a Smoking the Bandit oh, bike. I, my first bike, dude. Was what? Fucking kit. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, the, had the, oh, I remember it had the Knight Rider front yeah, thing dude. on it, right? It had the yeah. whole plastic thing stuck out. Fucking dope. I remember that. That's yeah. fucking cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's starring Jackie Gleason, who was a you know huge comedic talent at the time. He was in the Honeymooners. Um, he was. Just they like said a that classic. Jackie Gleason on the uh, Smoking <clears throat> the Bandit was drank so much. They finally <laughs> that he when he asked for a hamburger, they served it in a glass. Was the joke? <laughs> he always ask his assistant like, "Hey, honey, can you go get me a hamburger?" And she would just bring him a glass of scotch. Yeah, yeah. I'll, do, I'll yeah. do it right now if you want me to. What? Give me a hamburger. I'll do it. Just tell me. Just <laughs> say yeah. All right, do, I'll it. do it. Oh fuck! I just bought us jackets. Smoking the band. Oh jackets. shit! <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> All over. Fucking dope. Just dude. get them. Yeah. Gotta get, uh, you gotta find a Dave size one. I did. And then Sally Field and uh, Jerry Reed, who I believe was a country singer in the first place. Jerry Reed. That sounds right. Yeah. I mean, I know he recorded Eastbound and Down, but I don't know if he was a singer before that or not. Um. Popular uh, country singer and movie actor, but no, that's what I'm. I'm curious. Was he already a was he already a singer at that time when he did Smoking the Band? It doesn't matter. Um, he so they released it in New York and in like the northeastern states, and it was really a dud. Like it just wasn't getting any traction. No one was watching it, and then because it didn't so, used to be that like it was a universal release. It would release in different markets. Is that the bike? That's a smoking. Yes. That's a gay ass songwriter fight. first. It must be. Let me see it. I remember it had the had the whole front end of the car on it. No, 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 not the kid. This the is smoking the bandit. It must be. I mean, oh, weird. <laughs> I know he what had a smoky the bandit part, bike, but the middle maybe part there's different. Uh, the Night Rider one I remember. It's it had got the like front fenders of the car and shit on the handlebars. Yeah. yeah, with a little red thing. It's the one that's popping up. There's a whole bunch of man. The handlebars are weird. As they shit. are weird as shit. That's a fucking weird ass bike. Um, but, uh, so once it played in the South, however, it just fucking exploded. Like nobody was ready for how popular it was, uh, down South. Um, 
it had a final budget of $4.3 million and it earned $126 million. I mean, that's a chunk of money. Now that's a fucking lot of money then. Yeah. It took second place um, that year only to Star Wars. I think it beat them out the gate though or something and then long run Star Wars so. won. But like off the, out of the gate, it was it was leading. Yeah. So Star Wars did a total of $775 million, which God is un-fucking-believable, dude. That's I remember you unreal. said you went back and watched it a couple of times, right? Was like, oh, yeah, yeah. We would go back. And then it would leave the theater, and then it would come back again a month later yeah. and play for a week, and you would fucking go back and see it again. Because what you were that 77 or 78? That was 77. 77, so I wasn't born yet. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, the um, and I saw Smoking the Bandit at the theater. I yeah. mean, and we probably saw it more than once. I probably saw it with my mom, and then I saw it with my dad. I think the first movie I saw at the theater was Karate Kid. That's, Maybe, yeah. That's valid. Man, how do you um, remember that? Seven, dude. Was, I, I'm was, trying to get my head around seven hundred seventy-five million dollar box office take Back in 1977. Then, That's a lot of like money. Like if man. a Marvel movie right now did seven seventy-five, yeah. like a new Marvel movie, they'd be like, "That was a fucking solid opening." Right, but now like I know I other saw options to watch. There's like fucking twenty-seven yeah. movies to go see, so it's spread thin. Yeah, I know yeah. I saw Jurassic Park in the theaters, like the original. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fucking good. But I don't know what my first movie. Man, was. yeah, going back, like I don't know if my earliest drive-in I can like, remember was Goonies, and I have dry, a clear see, image. Of we the used to go to the drive-in, yeah. and like, and that, and I, I don't know, I just don't see a movie. I remember, I remember the drive-in. I remember I was yeah, I remember walking, I was walking to the snack bar, and I remember yeah. the gravel, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like walking on the gravel. Yeah. I remember and, the little stupid speaker yeah. you hung on the window. Yep, and the movie yeah. was starting, and I turned around, looked over my shoulder, and I saw the fucking skull from Goonies, and I still have a fairly vivid image yeah. of that memory in my head. And I was like, that might not have been your first movie, scene? though. I, no, I don't think that was my. <clears throat> I don't know, that's 1985. That's hard. Yeah, it's, I remember because my, yeah. my mom would always kid. take us to the drive the the drive through. Like it was just like a what are we going to do this weekend? We're just going to go to the drive through, and it drive was always in. like a drive in. It was always some shit that was meant for kids first, oh, and it was a double first. feature. Hmm. So it'd be at like seven o'clock. They would have Star Wars, yeah, and then at like nine o'clock, it would be like Terms of Endearment. Or some shit, because mm-hmm. all the kids are going to watch Star Wars and fall asleep, yeah, or go into then the I'll arcade, put some porn on, you know, and then the adults can watch the adult movie after the kids are asleep. Or, or I remember my off. grandpa, man. I, I've kind of sad I don't have this memory. I remember he took me to the movies, but all I can actually remember is me telling him I was so young that I was naive enough to believe that he told me he could just stop the movie. He just tell him to stop while I went to the bathroom. But he's being an ass. Uh-huh. I was like, I gotta pee. Like I was like, I gotta go pee. And he was like, Oh, just don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll stop the movie. And they'll start. I was like, Really? Like, they'll do that? And right. And he's like, yeah. And like, being smart ass, he's like, no, you're going to miss the movie. And I, <laughs> I had to go pee. But I don't remember what movie it was. But then I remember my cousin came and picked me up because he was like a black belt in karate. Like, I remember this kid, like, he, they were all about Bruce Lee. And he chopped up my mom's broom and made nunchucks. And But he was a badass with fucking nunchucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of my cousins ended up, ended up murdering him. Like, Jesus shot. Jesus yeah. Christ. But like, accidentally, they were brothers. And he like, pulled a gun on him because he, was, cause he could whip his ass. He was like some fucking badass. And he pulled a fucking gun and allegedly, like, the gun went off. He was just, like, trying to be like, no, get away from so me. So he didn't murder him. Well, he shot that's, him in his face. That's murder. Manslaughter. Yeah. I guess, yeah. That's murder. I mean, he you held a gun. gun and murder is intentionality, though. I mean, yeah. it depends on if you believe him or not, I guess, right? True. <laughs> so, I didn't mean to yeah. kill him. Yeah. Well, you had a gun pulled the gun and you pulled the trigger. So, but that, but the guy that got killed took me to Karate Kid in 1984. Wow. In the theater, yeah. Mm. How does Karate fare for him then? Didn't yeah, work out. can't stop bullets. So the 1977 Pontiac Firebird Trans Am was the car. Um, and uh, within 
two years of the movie's release, sales had doubled. It outsold the Chevy Camaro for the first time ever. Um, and it was like the fucking car to have. Like, I know people right now who want that car. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, uh, they're I'm really not, sought who, after. A again. Fan, but that's yeah. a cool car. It's a fucking way cool car. And it's not, you know, T tops. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's got to be the T top. It's got to yeah. be black. It's got to have the Firebird on the fucking hood. That fool like should have got fucking smoky in the a band. bronze Trans Am with him sitting in the fucking passenger or yeah. in the driver's seat with the fucking hat on and shit. Yeah, that not that much money. You only yeah, got the bust, bro. He had, uh, he had five million when he died. So he had enough to do that, probably. Alfred, oddly enough, Alfred Hitchcock interviewed in the 70s said that Smoking the Abandoned was one of his favorite films. That's kind of fucking awesome. Like, even talking as a director, he was like saying that, you know, people don't give it the credit that it deserves. Especially hmm. from his perspective, knowing what he knows and what, what he means. People don't give it, it the credit. It's like one of the, like, most known movies yeah, of but all maybe time, from right? a director's perspective it's like uh, he knew yeah, what it yes, took to yeah. do some of the shit that they True. did yeah. yeah and maybe the like the genius of the inside of comedy and action so not from and, people not from fans he's saying the actual inside movie right fucking guys yeah, yeah. that um, makes sense eastbound and down by jerry reed like that movie like to this day if i hear that fucking movie it like motivates me like that song has such a bizarre positive impact I can on my now. psyche when it fucking comes on. And I even remember at one point, uh, my buddy Chris and I were trying to write, and I'm sure I've talked about some elements of this on the show before. We, we, another friend of mine, Andy had a contact who like had some hookup where he, he was, he was the one on the lease of the, warehouse that the set from space jam was built on and space jam had wrapped and they still had the set and he was like they didn't take down the set it's his job to take down the set but he was like if i can get someone to write a fucking sci-fi movie i have an amazing sci-fi set that would cost millions of dollars to build and he was like i need a script like in the next week and so Chris and I wrote a script in 24 hours. I think you told the story um, about and that. And yeah. this song, we had this song on repeat in the background. That's fine. Just because of the nature of Smokey and song? the Bandit. So you've been, they, you've been brainwashed. I was brainwashed. Because that's the whole thing in Smokey and the Bandit. They've only got like a set amount of time to get this mm-hmm. this load, uh, you know, an, mm-hmm. un, an undoable amount of time. And then the Smokey comes after him uh, because he picks up Sally Field, the hitchhiker. Um, but... Uh, oh. So yeah, that was that was our motivation music. Um, but uh, Billy Bob Thornton told Burt Reynolds that the South considers it to be less cinema and more documentary. That's funny, which I thought was funny. Um, it's in the American Film Institute's top 100 in films for laughs, in films for thrills, and in heroes in films. Um, I'm a little bit sad by this. So in 2020, they announced that they're doing a Smokey and the Bandit TV series. Um, and that uh, Danny McBride and Seth MacFarlane are attached to it. Well, he has, like, he has a show called Eastbound and Down. No, he does. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with Smokey and the Bandit. I know, but it, well, it does have something to do with it. Not, not in the right. show, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. But my There's fear is that like, my fear is that they're just going to make a show that mocks or spoofs 
Smokey and the Bandit. They need to make a show that leans in because it's it's like it doesn't need mocking. It mocks itself yeah, right. like it knows it's fucking stupid yeah. and it leans into it. It's a goofy, stupid, fun movie. And I hope I feel like if you make fun of some of that, it's you're going to take away the, it, from what I you mean, could do they, with it. They remade 21 Jump Street. You know what I mean? Like that type. I feel like that's like a probably a similar comparison to what they're going to do. Yeah. It's going to be a comedy. Yeah. Like 21 Jump Street, I feel like is going to be. I feel like if they, if they were able to, like, if you could just keep the same tone, they probably will. Like, don't make it too goofy or, or too make fun of it, you know? Cause it's like, I don't know. 21 Jump Street was a fucking shitty show. So when you make the new movie, yeah, make fucking fun of how shitty the show was. Yeah. It just or make like, it better. They're going to take or it make, make it better. better. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I mean, I love. I mean, that's well, a if solid you're a purist. Crew. You're probably not going to like I mean, it. You know, Danny McBride is great, and I know it was a huge like he loved that show. Yeah. Um. And Kenny Powers is based on someone who would love Smokey and the Bandit. I guess. Um. But yeah, Smokey and the Bandit. I can't say enough about the impact it had on my generation. Like that was just a permanent, permanent fixture in the, in the culture. Hmm. Um, he did some other stuff. He did one that was kind of low key that most people probably don't even know about called the end with Dom DeLuise. Was it um, a Viking DeLuise or what? It was a, like a Viking story. No, it was, a said com- it was pretty low key. It was pretty low key. It was a comedy. And I, I, I vaguely remember the premise, but again, my mom took me to the theater. I would have got I shamed for that it. for the record. You guys would have got down on me if I said that shit. Loki Joe. That's because you would have yeah. You know why? You know why I said that? Because it was because it's Loki. Because, because his, that's why I said his it. delivery was this is a bad joke, but I'm gonna fucking push through with it. It was, a great, it was a great joke. <laughs> See what I did there? Huh? 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 I got the laugh. I got new angles for my laugh. He now. thought about it too. Yeah. It was one of those that he thought about you got a laugh. and he didn't yeah. do it. I got an RBI. Yeah. You got a laugh. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the ones he thought about. He right. knew it was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just didn't take it because he thought he was going to get shamed. Laugh at me too, Dave. Laugh at me too. <laughs> <laughs> I got two laughs, bitch. <laughs> so he did the movie The End with Dom DeLuise. It was the first time I remember seeing Dom DeLuise, who was a great comedic actor um, and good friends with Burt Reynolds after that movie. Um, he got considered briefly to play Michael Corleone in The Godfather. That would um, have been bad. That would have been bad. And bad. Uh, dude, Al Pacino looks like a baby in that shit. Like he I was, does. Dude. I was like, so oh have you seen him now? Though he looks no, holy he looks like shit. A, he looks like a wizard. There was a there was a preview on one of the movies, and I was like, and it has fucking it has Al Pacino in it, and I was like, oh well, they just my did god, like the thirtieth anniversary of Heat. Mm, and like it was that, like yeah. he, him, and the whole cast were yeah. all there. There's it was a, like you look like a fucking old crazy wizard. Man, I can't oh, think of the that's name. Fucking, uh, oh, that's Val Kilmer. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking Al Pacino. All those guys and yeah. uh, Robert De Niro. So yeah, yeah they're they're yeah. all very old. It's wild. It's uh, an action movie. They run around <laughs> shooting at each other. Brad Pitt, he, Brad Pitt has a new movie. It's like it's something on a train. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. like Sam's like down. He's trying to get the briefcase. That looks good. Yeah, all kinds of fucking people are attacking him. Yeah. Everybody's after the briefcase. Yeah. And apparently um Sandra Bullock is in it. Is she? Because she w- the film that she just did with Channing Tatum that came out like mm. a month ago, like out of the blue. Why does his name always remind me of potatoes? I don't know, understand pretty why. Close. Channing out Tatum? of the blue, she uh, was like Potatum. This like short role. <laughs> I've I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know what he plays, but he's like there's she was like, There's a role in it that I think would be perfect for Brad Pitt. 
it's like a super short role and he probably wouldn't be interested and they've never even met each other. Right. And she just like called him and said, Hey, it's Sandra Bullock. I'm doing this movie. It'd be great if you could film for like two days. I got this perfect role. And he was like, yeah, I'd love to, especially do you want to do this role in this movie I'm doing with and me on a train? Roles. And they Bullet basically train. traded yeah. little roles, um, even though they never met each other. But I thought that was cool. Bullet train. That's what it's called. But anyway, Marlon Brando oh, Lady said Gaga's in it too? that he would quit if Burt Reynolds got the role yeah, and uh, said he is the epitome of something that makes me want to throw up. He's the epitome of everything that is disgusting about the thespian. He worships at the temple of his own narcissism. Oh God. Yeah. It's like when we bring up Anthony Bourdain around Dave and who the fuck is, who the fuck, who the fuck does Marlon Brando worship? You know what I mean? Himself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Jesus Christ. He was just mad. He wants to be a legend. Then they compared him constantly. He's like the new young him. He's just like yeah. hate, hating. Well, he was. He probably also. Going hate. He probably because a lot of people did. A lot of people had distaste for the movies that Burt Reynolds made. Yeah. Like it's just a stupid chase scene movie, and they would yeah. talk down about it and whatever. And he was probably in that same boat. Yeah. You know? um, then he made art. it wasn't art. You know. Right. Exactly. It wasn't exactly. Art. He made Hooper in 1978, which again starred Sally Field. Um, at the time, they were a romance. Well, I mm. guess it was just the very next year. Um, and this became, I think, legendary in Hollywood. One of the things that Hooper gave Hooper's a great movie, by the way. If you if you don't know these movies, if you've never seen them, you can skip the the bulk of his work because it's not that good. But Smokey and the Bandit, a lot of good ones. Hooper, though, yeah. Cannonball Run, you've got to watch. I've never seen Cannonball movies. Run. It sounds like Cannonball an iPhone Run game. Is fucking great. It sounds like what's iPhone crazier game. is that it does sound like an iPhone game. <laughs> Just getting chased like a Indiana Jones. Ball run, yeah, and and it, or they're yeah. shooting across. You yeah, and you got to dodge them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The so truth of it, though, it's a stops. fucking race across the United States. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Did we'll, it, which we'll is fucking crazy. So Hooper at the end, there were so many great bloopers with them fucking up. Hooper's bloopers, he's so funny. Hooper's bloopers. Yeah, that's a great it was show. the first movie to do that thing over the final credits where you get a small outtakes. inset box of the outtakes yeah. in the movie. And again, I remember being at the, like I'd never seen anything like it. You know, there were no bloopers. Yeah, you didn't see wall. bloopers at the yeah. time, and it was like now you're seeing these mistakes, watching them laugh. Um, and like Pixar specifically, when they did Toy Story, when they did Bugs Life, like the people that made the movie loved Hooper, and they said we should, you know, it's going to cost more money, but why don't we just do a right. blooper reel? Which there's, becomes there's quite a few which becomes bizarre now, yeah. because there's no blooper reel. It's right. but they, they faked, made them up. Yeah, yeah, they made up bloopers and uh, did that. But it's also why Jackie Chan puts bloopers. Those are great dude. in all of his movies yeah. because they he did it first in, in Hooper. Him. He wasn't in Hooper. He was in Cannibal, he was in Cannibal Run. Run where they did it for the second time. Right. He loved that notion, so he especially brought it him back because there's because it, it's like there's amazing so stuff with many him. bloopers because he fucking has to like make it through this fucking hole and slide down <laughs> yeah. this curtain and yeah. jump over and kick this chair and it hits someone in the face. And he does it six times, lights on fire, breaks his ankle. Yeah. And, you know, he has a painted cast in that one movie. That's so crazy. That dude. is crazy. Yeah. So he does Smoking the Man that two in 1981, which is still hugely successful, but not as successful as the first one. Um, Cannonball Run comes out in 81 as well. And uh, like Brent was saying, so there was a thing called, um, excuse me, in 1979, there was a real thing called the running of the Cannonball Baker. Sea to Shining Sea Memorial Trophy Dash, which was a race from the Red Ball Garage on 31st Street in New York City 
to the Portofino Inn in Redondo Beach, California. And um, the screenwriter of Cannonball Run was an automotive journalist named Brock Yates, and he came up with the first Cannonball Run. Can you imagine just hauling fucking ass? Like, people, like, some guy, what did he do? Like, James follows it, and there's some guy that, like, took a car, went and, like, got a rental car. That's what he did. He went and rented, like, a fucking Camaro or some, a Dodge uh, Charger or Viper or some crazy fast car, pulled all the shit out of it, set it in his garage, put extra gas tanks in that motherfucker, like modded this fucking rental car, but way he, he could reverse it and then fucking drove it to set the new cannonball run record just a couple years ago Jesus across the United Christ. States and made it in some ungodly amount of time and like didn't piss or hooked up a catheter or some crazy shit where he could like piss and not have to stop because he had enough gas to make it like only two stops or something across the whole United States. Wow. And then he put it all, then he put the car back together and took it back to the rental place. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. So it's named after That's a guy crazy. named Ernest Cannonball Baker, who in 1927 was the first person to make the run, and he did it in 60 hours. In 1927. That's some shit. 27? 27. What kind of car dude? was that? Who fucking knows, dude? A modded out model motorcycle, T. maybe? Yeah, maybe a motorcycle. It was whatever vehicle you wanted, yeah. Yeah. With yeah. um, the range, gas tank and but shit. The, from. the rule for the race was all competitors will drive any vehicle of their choosing over any route at any speed they judge practical between the starting point and destination. The competitor finishing with the lowest elapsed time is the winner. So like, it's not like they would all jet, haul bitch, off at the same minute. Airplane. It was like, okay, you ready to go? So now yeah. you go. And right. we've clocked you. So now Start, the clock yeah. is running. And then it might be five hours later before the last person leaves on the race. But they're, you know. That's just, I mean, that's keep that down low. Cops just yeah. wait for those motherfuckers. Think when yeah. you get off the freeway and you're going through towns. Like, are they like, okay, settle down, 25, or are they just fucking blasting nah, through you're fucking, fucking blowing. You're probably blowing. Because well, if you can get you through state lines, busted. if you can get through state lines, though. Yeah, if you can get through state lines. I can't remember the deal is that guy. It's an and you're going to be story. going on a totally different route than yeah. somebody else's, too. You yeah, know. you might take some other path because you yeah. need to get around. There's cops here. There's a speed trap right. there. Don't go through Texas here. Yeah. Like, I bet, I bet, I don't know, that, that news story of the guy was pretty interesting. That's crazy. So the cast in Cannonball Run um, is Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise. They run, they they do it in a, which is actually a really good idea. They do it in an ambulance because then they oh, can just blow go. the siren yeah. and fucking tear through. Yeah, nobody's going to pull them over. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. You can be in a cop car or yeah, something. Um, Jackie Chan, Farrah Fawcett, Roger Moore, who had just got done being 007 or was currently 007. I never watched Cannonball Run rather than Smoking the Bandit. I've seen Smoking the Bandit for sure. Cannonball yeah. Run, I don't remember Jackie Chan. I want to see this. Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. Damn, that's a fucking all-star cast. Jamie Farr from MASH. Adrian Barbeau, who was like a hottie from the time. Peter Fonda. Terry Bradshaw from the NFL. And Shirley MacLaine. Um, crazy movie. Just funny, stupid, chase scene. You know, uh, yeah. yeah, Jackie Chan's in it. Yeah, I've um, never heard of Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run's great. Um, it was direct. It was produced by uh, uh, Golden Harvest Films, which was the company that did all of Jackie Chan's movies, all of yeah. Bruce Lee's movies, um, all the Sammo Hung movies. So it has that same feel. So it's got a to it kind of has a feel to it's it. It's got a. Like, I think it's why Jackie yeah. Chan was probably there. Yeah, like because Jackie Chan was already pretty huge. Like so we they, need it an was, Asian guy. It was, guys. Probably, it was yeah. probably the exact opposite. 
It was probably like we, need a we white want guy. we want Jackie Chan to break into the American audience. How do we do it? Right. Burt Get Burt Reynolds. Yeah, okay, he'll do we'll it. We'll do Cannonball Run. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So the whole thing. Yeah, what does Jackie I think Chan there's do? a good does chance. He, does the he whole fucking thing. do some fucking kung fu? Shit I think he has like one fight scene in it. No, he's one of the racers. Oh, okay. It's him and another. Uh, I think he plays English. A, I think he plays like a a around the world in eighty days. I don't think he even talk. I think uh, it's okay. him and a. I think they play like Japanese super tech. Oh, okay. They have a super tech computerized car yeah. in the race or whatever. That's funny. Um, but again, one of the most successful movies um, of of that year. Um, Eleven million dollars in its opening weekend in nineteen eighty one, which is no fucking joke. Um, it was the fourth highest opening of all time. Um, but Superman two came out that year. So Superman two beat it at the box office. Um, yeah, I did watch this. That wasn't in my memory. I'm thinking about all this nostalgic shit. And then you said Superman. I was like, Oh fucking Superman, yeah. dude. Dude, I used to go to the fucking grocery store with like red socks over my fucking shoes and oh, shit, yeah. like and a cape. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking and I and I like a Superman pajama shirt that I yeah. had. And in my head, I was like, "Fuck yeah, I look amazing right yeah, now." Yeah, dude. Yeah, I look like fucking Superman yeah. right now. Just walking around the fucking store like that. Uh, he made Sharky's Machine, which was a big hit, and he made uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, which I fucking loved as a kid. Um, dude, there, I don't can't remember what movies it was, but there was some. There was a did. couple fucking like kind of sketchy things like i don't know if you saw any of it in your research and i can't say exactly when it was but there was a girl he was dating at one point and they got in a fight and there's a whole like at 2 a.m she called this person and this happened and to say that they had just gotten into a fight and burt reynolds went here they found her dead on her fucking mm, face no, in the morning with mm. like a bunch of barbiturates in her stomach so like oh well it was suicide like oh, no. on that so that happened with one girl i can't remember who it was but if you look into it you'll find it and then the other one was there was a girl at a hotel they were filming something and there's a girl at a hotel and another guy got jealous um because like she was staying in bert's room and when she got back to her room it was like her financial advisor or something had a crush on her and they got in a fight and then like she called bert but then she changed her story that they got in a fight she left and stayed the night with bert and so she was in the room because she was scared of what he might do and then the next day they found that guy with a fucking like cut on his head laying face down in a puddle of blood in the hotel room and he was dead there's Weird. two. I sh- I needed to get more, but I ran out of fucking time. Yeah, no, I didn't. Really um, any of but that. there's a couple of little things where like someone, and I think one more woman too. Like something happened. Um, he was dating someone at some point. And she said he beat her black and blue. But his side of the story was no, she was hooked on heroin, and I gave her money for rehab. But she went on to like. So I found have drug problems I found again. this too. It says uh, this one uh, says Burt Reynolds got away with murder. It says raging monster Burt Reynolds brutally beat. Love rival David Whitting to death with his bare hands in a jealous brawl over sexy movie beauty Sarah Miles That's and got one. away with it. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't they said they, they ruled it as an accident that he, uh, because of drugs and alcohol in his system, and that he fell down and hit his head. But he's like, he woke up in a puddle of, like, they found him in a puddle of blood, like face down in a puddle of blood. Like, weird. Yeah. It says local uh, lawmen were convinced that he was murdered um, during a showdown with Reynolds. But blah blah blah, yeah. He Not ended up, ended up getting yeah. off, yeah. So he may have murdered people. Like that's wow, he's a murderer. Yeah. So he gets offered the role that Jack Nicholson took in terms of endearment, but he turns it down to do Stoker Ace. Stoker Ace is a complete flop, and Jack Nicholson wins the Academy Award for terms of endearment. God, my um, mom used to just watch that movie and fucking cry, man. That's really? such a sad fucking movie. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Oh, it's sad. I won't say I won't ruin it, but if you're, it's a, it's worth watching still. But it's yeah. a sad fucking movie. He did the Band Who Loved Women, which is a Blake Edwards movie, which was a flop. 
um, Cannonball Run 2 and a couple of other movies, but they were all kind of meh. And at this point, he was quoted as saying, getting to the top has turned out to be a hell of a lot more fun than staying there. <clears throat> I've got Tom Selleck crawling up my back. I'm in my late 40s. I realize I have four or five more years where I can play certain kinds of parts and get away with it. That's why I'm leaning more and more towards directing and producing. I'd like to pick and choose and maybe go work for a perfume factory like Cary Grant and look wonderful. And everybody says, gee, I wish he hadn't retired. Yeah. So at a certain point, like you, you see that end coming. He's like, I can't keep playing this same Quit while you're ahead kind of thing. And I think he was also somewhat typecast. It was like, yeah, I can do real drama like Deliverance, but everybody wants me to laugh and fucking drive a car through a fucking waterfall, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, he did, which I didn't know, the old uh, game show Win, Lose, or Draw with uh, Burt Convy as the host. That was a 70s and 80s game show. He also got offered um, his own talk show during the Johnny Carson yeah, he time, did. if he said that. Yeah. But there were a bunch of, I remember a bunch of game shows in that era that were that were from Burt and Burt Productions. Oh, really? And it was Burt Convy who was in Cannonball Run, and that's how he met him, and Burt Reynolds. So Burt Reynolds was like the executive Funny producer man. behind a bunch of these game shows. God, game um, shows were big back in the day. There was so big, much man. shit, dude. He ran a NASCAR team. Um, he owned a dinner theater in Jupiter, Florida that would train people trying to look to get into showbiz. So it would train them how to act and then try to get them agents and get there them into the There was some terrible business. investment. He did some kind of like Disney-ass fucking restaurant. I can't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, he did some giant nightclub in a massive hotel that had a big picture of him on stained glass on the floor. It wasn't even like that one. Bert's Place. Yeah, there's a different it, one from that. <clears throat> he got in a bunch of trouble. No, he, he did a bunch of He didn't have an LLC and they came after him. Speaking of our LLC fees due, for the record, remind me. Uh, when we walk upstairs, I'll show you boys that paperwork. It's always like, ouch. But yeah. keeps keeps them off her back. Yep. So he did random TV he did a show called BL Striker that went a couple seasons and ironically was produced by Tom Selleck because Tom Selleck had all that fucking uh, Thomas Magnum money. Uh, he did a, a sitcom called Evening Shade, which I vaguely remember. And uh, it that's, won. That sounds like some Skinamax shit. It Evening went like Shade. It went four seasons. It won him um, an Emmy um, and uh, was a really well received show. Um, <clears throat> evening shade. I don't remember he, that at all. Night at night with shade. Is it night with shade? Evening shade. Evening shade. Yeah. Like night with shade better. That's a better name. It is. Then he did uh, Boogie Nights in '97, which really kind of fucking gave him a spike in popularity. Um, he played the the main. I think he played the. If I remember right, he was the main porn producer that the whole movie. Yeah, like yeah, he didn't want to do Marky it. Mark I remember was, the girl on the roller skates, but I don't remember. Yep, that's kind of it. That was Heather Graham, right? Yeah. Um, and that was where Mark Wahlberg really broke out. Yeah, too, <clears> with his, his giant prosthetic cock. prosthetic penis. Um, they flickered it at the end, like and, Fight Club. Uh, yeah, exactly. Flicker penis. No, they didn't have to flicker it. They just uh, fucking they just like full on showed it. Yeah. Full on showed it. Um, so he was asked seven times, like the director, um, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, like personally reached out seven times with a pitch trying to get, he was like, I wrote this part for you. Right. Like your age, your persona, you're the guy. <clears throat> like you're the guy. And uh, he said, one night on the eighth time, Anderson came to my hotel room. Uh, Reynolds said, uh, look, you don't get it. 
and I went a little berserk. And at the end of the tirade, he said, if you can do that in the movie, you'll get nominated for an Academy Award. And he was right. <laughs> so he just like went off on him about how little he wanted to do the movie. And he was like, that's it. That's what I'm after. Yeah. Like, do that hey, here. See? And so I chose you. And then he tried to get him to be in. He uh, said he brought some personal baggage that they may not, may not want. I was like, what are you bringing to the, what personal baggage are you bringing? Know. What are you worried about? What's and your, I know that he did not murder. Like yeah, him. murder maybe. He, ha- he hated uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. He didn't like working for yeah. him. He wanted, he wrote a part for him in uh, Magnolia in 99 and he turned it down and said, I'll never work with you as director again. Um, he did some random shit. Uh, he was in, he played a character in uh, GTA Vice City, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, he would, he did, uh, he was in The Longest Yard uh, with Adam Sandler. Um, he played Boss Hogg in the Dukes of Hazard remake, which I think is kind of a perfect role for him. Uh, he played a character in Archer. Um, and apparently the writers really based Archer largely on Burt Reynolds. So they were happy to have him on there. Um, after he got a divorce from Lonnie Anderson, who was a huge, uh, another huge star from the seventies and eighties and a bunch of failed investments and a bad restaurant chain. Um, he ended up having to declare bankruptcy. That might be the one I was talking about. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like really lame looking. The food chain. Yeah. Yeah, the restaurant, the Florida restaurant chain. But he was still worth $5 million when he died. Not bad cheese as far as I'm concerned. I hope I'm worth fucking $5 million when I die. I thought about that. I was like, man, that's kind of sad. But I was Christ. like, damn, if I had $5 million, I'd be yeah. pretty happy though. Um, so he died of a heart attack at the Jupiter Medical Center in Jupiter, Florida on September 6, 2018 um, at the age of 82. His po- ex- po- folks. Is there an image? That was the restaurant name. Poe folks, Poe po folks. Huh. Um, his wife, his ex-wife Lonnie Anderson, and their adopted son Quentin were uh, held a small ceremony that I think only had like five or six people at it. One of them was Sally Field, uh, who you know helped make his career, and vice versa. Um, oh, I forgot he was mm-hmm. on like I don't know Letterman, I think, with uh, Mark Summers. Is that remember uh, the fucking show uh, with all the slime and fucking going through the tunnels and all that shit oh, Nickelodeon maybe. what was it called fucking god damn it I can't think of the name of that show that Nickelodeon show but he was on a show with him and Mark Summers kept poking jokes like about him getting divorced so many times or some shit and I don't know if it was like ha ha or like I'm close to punching you he, Burt Reynolds fucking grabbed his drink and went and while he, while Mark Summer was the guest talking Letterman, but he was still like had just been on, right? And he said something, something. Burt Reynolds said something. He's like, yeah, but I'm still married though. And it was like, I guess he had done it too many times. And he fucking grabbed his drink and just poured it right in Mark Summer's lap. Oh fuck! On the show, like while he's still in the middle of his Dave Letterman interview, I was like, oh Letterman shit! Letterman had to fucking be so happy yeah. about that. I mean, it, from the little clip I saw, it was like, That's oh, it's, 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 Burt play, it's playful. But I was like, man, I don't know. He might have been fucking shut the fuck like, up. Like I'm bitch. ready to whip yeah. your ass. I just yeah, dumped water much. in your crotch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get that now shit on got, live TV. Now I got a mug I can bust over your fucking <laughs> skull. You know. So, but yeah, huge impact. Ass. Um. I, to be perfectly honest, 
if if you're gonna go back and start with a Burt Reynolds movie, just fucking start with Cannonball Run. It is so ridiculous. That's what I think I was gonna watch. It's so like, out there. I mean, I don't know how much it stands up. Mostly because all dated, the actors that are in it. I don't know how dated the jokes are, but you're just gonna. It's just gonna be oh fucking eh. just scene after scene. When you watch with these silly fucking, old shit like with like Dan Aykroyd and shit. It's always kind of like oh this is weird and corny, but yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's, But you know the time, you know. Yeah, you gotta know the time. Um, like I saw, I saw something I think while I was watching this shit, and Dan Aykroyd was presenting an award to someone, and I was like, "Look at this shtick he's doing!" Like, yeah, he's got this whole thing going where you right. know that's not him, and it's right. just like it was very weird. It's weird how certain things don't hold up. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, social media winners, uh, Instagram this week. Mick Manley on Instagram made a nice. comment on our Berlin Wall episode. Um, he said that he liked uh, the little add-in of the different escapes um, at the end of the show. And so for that, Frankie Pigeon is going to give him a T-shirt. And that's all you know, it takes. Just participate on social media. What's you know why up? he liked that? Why? Because he why? Because it was frosting. It was frosting. Yeah, a little bit of frosting. Yeah. Um. So you're going to get a T-shirt. Uh, Frankie Pigeon is going to reach out to you and get your contact information, shirt size, uh, maybe a blood sample. You know, just just innocent little things. You got to go the mile. You want a T-shirt? You got to yeah. give it. So uh, so thank you for that, everyone. Uh, if you're out there, if you could just like share comment um, on our social media it goes a long way because when your friends see our posts um they're like hey what's that little johnny likes it mcmanley likes this what is it and they like you you guys like the same kind of shit that's why you're friends and so they might like us yep. so thank you for doing that um also we are part of the podbelly podcast network you can go to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts um like robots for eyes podcast and art and jacob do america uh, dave was actually just on art and jacob they talked about alien abductions yes uh, one of their more recent episodes so if you haven't checked that out there's a good excuse um if you like us you probably like them and you definitely could uh crossover uh dave is the jackie chan to art and jacob um he's bringing them bring them into america <laughs> introducing <laughs> from true. sofa king over yeah yeah a little merger so go check them out check out robots for eyes too <clears throat> amazing podcast um both those both those uh podcasts are well researched they put in a lot of work so um go check it out i know they got a lot of a lot of listeners for a good reason um, also, um, Ellie Coteco hot sauce is our primary sponsor and it is nutritious and delicious. Um, every week we give out a, a hot box or hot sack as we call it. Um, just to someone who's participated on social media and engaged generally, um, someone that posted a picture of like what they made this week, some culinary creation from their kitchen or something that they found in the wild. Um, and they tag Ellie Coteco and that goes a long way because Ellie Coteco is saying, Hey, let people know about our sauce and, that's proving that we did and somebody found it and they're, they're reporting back that they found it, but um, it's really good. It comes in seven uh, varieties. There yeah, it takes a lot to make all those accounts. Like we got to go in and make yeah, all those accounts. It's a long time to pose as all those and people. Then, yeah. Wait years. Yeah. Yeah. And then it took years to yes, curate that. And then finally yeah. post pictures yeah. and, I mean, all these names we have to make up. It's crazy. And then like, I got to mail the t-shirts and just open yeah. the bag back up and repack yeah. the stuff to ourselves. And, and put it on and don't show your face mm-hmm. with you wearing the t-shirt. That's yeah. tough, man. It's, all, it's really, so, really tough. So thank you, Brad, for uh, for those posts and for the curation of those fake accounts. But yeah. um, on the I real just wanted day. some credit. It's been a long yeah. time. It's, it yeah, 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 time it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. fucking credit. It's all. On the real, though, you can get it at Walmart, Target. You can get it on Amazon. You can even get it on eBay. Weird enough. There's like restaurant suppliers that sell giant jugs of Elliot. I mean, I've almost lost myself. You know what I mean? Like I thought I was turning into somebody. Who is Brad? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Who am I? Exactly. It's been, this is serious shit. Am I Brad? Am I Tyrone? Am I generic social media poster? I don't have any idea. Yeah. Yeah. Am I a bot? Is this real? The lines of, are we really here? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know what might snap you out of it? What? Some Elliot Tego hot sauce. It might. Take a whiff, bro. Got to get a whiff and break you out of it. Um, But you can go to shopelucateco.com and you can get um, all kinds of swag. They've got 
uh, flannels and holsters and every variety of hot sauce. You can buy six packs over there. I wonder what sauce is missing from a six pack. There's seven flavors, but it comes in a six pack. Probably Caribbean. No, they wouldn't leave that out. They're probably even not like jalapeno or chipotle. Because it's taller. Go look. It's missing one. Uh, but they have uh, the mini bottles over there. You can get the little mini size bottles and little keychains. I think Chipotle. Probably awesome. the elusive Chipotle. Mm-hmm. If you haven't tried Chipotle, it's pretty fucking delicious. For those that are of the mild heart, Chipotle would be your first go-to. If you're not a hot sauce person, uh, Chipotle would be your entry level because it's not as spicy. Um, it's very similar to like a barbecue sauce, um, but it's pretty fucking delicious, especially on like chicken. Something, anything you would put barbecue sauce you're on. You're talking the, about black? Uh, Chipotle is great. Black is great yeah, on a lot of black. things. Um like, I like black and chili. I like black and shin black ramen. Nobody asked you. Shout out to Nong Shim. Fucking <laughs> sponsor us. Um, but anyways, check out Oikitoko Hot Sauce. They're amazing. Um, also, a six we, pack. Six pack. What's it missing? It's got Caribbean. Got Caribbean for sure. Got Triple X. Got Chipotle. Got Chipotle. Oh. It's missing jalapeno then. It's got jalapeno. No uh, way. Yeah. What the fuck's One, it missing? Two, three, Red? four, five. It's missing six, the standard? Seven. It's got seven, but they're showing us. Oh, you can choose your own flavors. What? Oh, you killed the six You didn't pack. even know didn't it. No, that didn't. No. Yeah. Yeah, so you get to choose six bottles. Well, then they need to sell seven packs. So you can get a whole six-pack of just triple X oh, or just snap. black oh, or nice. half and half. So if you're you about can get to yourself start, a little mulatto bag. Yeah. If you're going to give the gift of flavor from, from shop.com to a friend or family member, or you can start your own flavor journey by filling out your own custom six-pack, apparently. I did not know. And you can use uh, Sofa King podcast, or code Sofa King at checkout <laughs> and get an exclusive sticker and save some money when you do it. So go check that out. Um, also, we need to welcome um, a new sponsor, Modern Grub. Yes. Um, you can go to eatmoderngrub.com. They are a meal prep service, and they are local. Uh, unfortunately, it's not going to be available to everyone that listens, but if you are local, if you're in Bakersfield, um, and you're looking for a way to make eating healthy easier and just take the the work out of it and the going to the grocery store part out of it and the fact that you probably can't cook as good as uh, Modern Grub can because it was pretty fucking delicious and creative yeah, so far yeah, yeah. and something yeah. that i probably wouldn't have made too that's that's another good thing for me man i'm i'm at the point that like i like some variety like because i'm yeah i'm so not picky that i'm just like okay whatever you know what i mean and so to have something randomly handed to me like that, you can customize your menu and pick they have paleo they have keto they have vegetarian and vegan options mm-hmm. um they're, they're sensitive to food allergies i told them no celery for dave you know they made sure that happens yeah um, and they do also they, have, do they have pegan options though i don't know about pegan What's pagan? Uh, uh, paleo vegan. Oh, mm. wow. It probably gets pretty limited. They're like, oh, here's some broccoli. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I call it so, broccoli. So, yeah. yes, they could do pagan. How many ounces of it do I get, though? Is the mm, question. Like, how many, how, how much honey is it? I'm going to guess 12 ounces. Huh. Yeah, probably. That's much. probably a normal yeah. serving. So, um, but yeah, you can customize their, their menus online. So go check out their website. Um, if you're, if you're not in the area, um, you could still help us out by showing support, go over to the social media, give some likes, some love, some comments, um, and go, uh, follow them across social media, across all the platforms. Um, but you can save 15% by using code sofa King on their website. Once again, that is yeah. eatmoderngrub.com. You could just go, you could go, uh, you could go bug them and ask them why they don't ship. Well, I'm sure it's legit. Just go bug them. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't care what it I'm is. I'm sure lots of our I listeners don't care what are going to bug them. I know about it. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that would show that people are listening. You know we could I mean? get it and reship it on their behalf if it's so easy, Brad. We we'll just throw some dry I, ice. I in didn't bucket. say it was easy. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> Buckets. Why are you arguing? Buckets with me? and dry ice. I'm not. But anyways, keep re- reading. Mo- what is it? Moderngrub.com. Moderngrub. Eat. Eat Moderngrub.com. Moderngrub. Well, no. no. So, uh, real fresh, clean food. Um, it is no salt, no preservatives, uh, no refined sugar, gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free, and 
soy free. So and and very affordable. Like especially we talked about it earlier on the show. Be good if you got the beatus. Yeah, if you got, you got the, the beatus, it's Betus, good for you. Yep. It's very good for you. So um, check them out. And also check out printdirtcheap.com. You can uh, use code Sofa King Podcast to save some money there if you need printed goods. Check out twodaybanners.com. If you need a banner and need it fast, they can get it to you in a little less 48 hours. And you can also use code Sofa King Podcast to save some money there. Um, check out Jimmy D's Tees. He does silk screening. He can do it for you. He does it for us. And you can find those goods at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R apparel.com. Um, and you can support Nicole. She does have an exclusive shirt on there. It is live. The uh, I used to work at PetSmart shirt. It's pretty dope. Go check it out. That's the only place you can get it because we don't have it. Um, so if you like us and you want to talk shit about me uh, saying that I worked at PetSmart a thousand times over the years, um, that's the way you can rub it in my face and support Nicole at the same time. So go do that. Um, check out Retro Vague and check out Mindframe Podcasts across all listening platforms. Um, if you love Dave or you're into sci-fi, um, if you like the audiobook style format, it's more of a serial podcast. Um, it's that type yeah. of format. You just want to um, hear his sultry voice. If you do want to hear a sultry voice, mm, you yeah. can fall in love or fall asleep. Oh, That's yeah. what I always say. It's yeah. one of the two. Um, <laughs> go check it out. Um, and there's 30, 30 plus episodes. Um, and with Patreon, there's 60 something episodes. There's a discussion episode um, after each episode to try to help explain the craziness that is Dave's mind. Should we do that universe. with our show? <laughs> we kind of do. <laughs> so what we did here is I fucked up yeah. and said that the Wild West was only 30 yeah. years. Um, so, yeah. But check that out. And on that, that is all I have. Huh? A quick quick uh, shout out to a patron. Um, near and dear to our hearts, this patron. Yes. yes very. It's uh, Roxanne Mockabee. Only because yeah. she won't back the fuck off, though. We're like, hey, uh, that's a hug. That's enough hug. Back off from my yeah. heart. Try to push her away. You know what I mean? She's kind of clingy. And she wears Maccabees, too. That's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. They're, it's a weird shoe style. It's just it moccasins with beads on it is yeah. all it really yeah. is. She tried to, yeah. like, coin it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's just a moccasin you put beads on. And the, on all the, the fringy tassels. But yeah. the thing is, it's like, pretty, she... Uh, I kind of like it, though. They click, They're but weird. only if you do, like a like, a crazy like dance step when you walk mm-hmm. yeah so she walks around it's like when well, elaine dances on seinfeld it, like she looks step. like that when she's walking yeah. it's so awkward to bring her. it up she's not she just walks like that yeah so, no gotta, really yeah. see one of her legs is shorter than the other <laughs> oh yeah you're kind of the george jefferson without the pimp you know well, then I mean? it it's seems just, like you wouldn't wear the maccabees because they're just gonna stand out she got the gimbal she got a foot rattle well she's yeah. got a product you know she's trying maybe it's working with what she's got but she, but she probably read that it keeps the rattle keeps predators away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So she's trying. They're like they're like uh, anti rape shoes. Plus, oh, maybe. that's what it is. And her gimplimp, yeah. it's a conversation starter. When she's at the grocery store and she's gimplimping like, down what the happened to your leg? Style, they're like, yeah. what or, is that noise? And yeah. she's like, oh, it's funny that you asked. It's my, it, it's my mockabees. Yeah. Why are you limping? Because yeah. I have shit in my ass. Yeah, that's why. Is that why she limps? Yeah, she has shit in her ass. <laughs> <laughs> like not literal shit i'm just saying like stuff Things, you know items, items. household yeah yeah hmm. she has um some apothecaries yeah. you know really yeah like a candlestick which yeah. i'm still up in the air about which one it is the yeah. holder or the stick i don't believe that the candlestick is the holder i that's, don't like that at I mean, all I'm well, not, nobody I'm not cares it. what you like candlestick <laughs> is the wax part that's a candlestick that's a candle sir. that's a candlestick holder <laughs> I, I know what the dictionary says but i'm not about it <laughs> <laughs> it bothers me every yeah. time it comes up. Mm. Thanks for bringing it up with your apothecary shit. <laughs> you brought it up. No, no, no. Just you indirectly brought it up. No. Well, so thank you, Roxanne. You knew what you yeah. were doing for being a patron. You know I'm sensitive yeah. about the candlestick. You went straight for it with apothecary, <laughs> <laughs> right from my throat. Oh wow! 
Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we are at Sofa King Podcast. And uh, personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. I have Sofa King Brit and Sofa King Dave. Uh, don't remember to go and follow all our sponsors. And uh, I'm going to stop repeating them because uh, Brent told me it was repetitive. <laughs> when did I say that? It only took 670 episodes for you to stop saying yeah, all the this, shit I just know, said. I had I had a flow <laughs> and you you just went and did your own thing. <laughs> you did. And then, you know, so mm. I'm just going to, I'll just let it be. Wind it down. Yeah. I'll just let it be. Yeah. 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 Don't be retarded.